This episode is sponsored by CastlemaniaGames.com. Castlemania specializes in retro and modern video game accessories. Their store includes new retro accessories from HD Retrovision, Eon Gaming, RetroBit, and more. They also carry products from modern games to consoles and accessories, as well as homebrew and repo parts. At checkout, use the coupon code THEGAMERSLOUNGE to get 10% off your order. Thanks again to Castlemania Games for sponsoring this show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gamer Science Podcast. My name is John Meadows. With me as always is Eric, Nathaniel, and Dennis. What's going on, fellas? Hello, hello. Hey. hello. Hi. Hello. How's everybody? Happy pre-daylight uh, <laughs> saving today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're hours away. You know, I, I, <laughs> no, the time changed. My body says it's 12, but I don't understand. You know, I'd, I'd really had hoped that the that the government was going to go hey we're not going to we're not going to do this anymore this is no stupid more. and antiquated and we don't need to do it and it's you know you can let it all or you go live in, or you live in a state where it's um where it's like i think in like in parts of oregon over here actually like the edge of eastern oregon it's mountain time too it's not all state specific northwest pacific times Right. Well, and I know in Indiana, uh, half the state is one way and half the state is the other. And, Yikes. Um, so they don't do, they don't do daylight savings time. So like one day, you how does that be, work? If you're driving through, you're like, oh, yeah. It just it changes. It'll just change. You know, it'll you know you'll just be like, well, here we Your are. Your clock's just. Psh, psh. Yeah, I know. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> time warp. Well, and you know, they're, they pass, I think they passed something here that they were going to get rid of it here in West Virginia. But the thing about it is, is we border, you know, let's see, Ohio, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Maryland, Virginia, and Kentucky. We border five states. And if you're the only state in the middle of five states that is an hour behind or ahead of somebody, oh my gosh, could you imagine? I mean, it's like... <laughs> If you were like like people live, you know, people live here, and they oh, if you commute, yeah, you commute, you go. You, some people work across the river in Ohio, so you'd have <clears> to wake <throat> up and you'd be in that. You know, at certain times of the year, you'd be an hour difference to be like, ah, oh, I, I, I didn't think about that. That's I couldn't imagine. Happens. I just I couldn't imagine that would be miserable um, some of the time. So I say just ditch it all. Farmers have lights on their tractors now. If it gets dark too early for them, they can. <laughs> It's no big right. deal. That's right. And I don't know. I've never seen any farmer working much after it gets dark, no matter what time of year it is anyway. So what difference does it make? Who am I to judge? You know, but I live in a farming community. I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, I see how farmers do. It's fine. It's, it's all good here. We're, we're fine. But, you know, whatever. I mean, 
it's 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 an old antiquated thing so who cares so. <laughs> but anyway we're not here to talk about daylight savings time or fuss about it like a bunch of old men even though i can fuss about some stuff like an old man um we're here to talk about video games like we always do so <laughs> again um we'll start with what we've uh what we've been playing um like we always do honestly i haven't played much this uh the past two weeks uh, i think it's been two weeks since we did a show two or three weeks we didn't do a show last week because eric was at pax um so i figured we'd hold it i off survived to do it yeah no no coronavirus for eric at least we don't know yet it does have an incubation i have some time, funny so. stories about that oh, i can only imagine it. i can yeah, only imagine he's doing sneeze on that keyboard i want to play your demo they have coronavirus goodie bags yeah but, uh, why are you spraying everything with Lysol? Yeah, <laughs> the best the best meme I have seen online so far is there's a bunch of people standing around a uh, bus stop, and they're all standing there like some of them's on their phone, some of them's looking at their watch or this or that or that, this. And one of the girls goes, "I shoot!" and she sneezes, and immediately everybody steps back. One guy pulls out a gun and shoots her, and then everybody else sprays <laughs> Lysol in the air, and then they all stick the Lysol cans back in their pockets, and then they just go back to what they were doing it was like it was, I mean, it was like all right that was, that was actually funny i mean it's sad but it was actually funny so it shouldn't it shouldn't have been as funny as it was but like a, it's almost like a medical version of um of like a uh, like a stink bomb yeah i've seen like stink bombs go out like go off from like pranks in like malls and stuff like that and the way people disperse that that will never not be like comedy gold to me oh yeah it's it's hilarious it is the funniest thing it's it's not funny for the people it's happening to but it is (laughs) no Uh, it does make me laugh but not for everybody else it's not funny to those it's happening to but anyway so the only really thing that i've been playing is i, uh, I come home on fr- fridays you know uh, from work from working out of town and me and my buddy will hop on uh red dead redemption where's my uh, invite i would love to play with you i need people to play with red dead online i still I, got it I, I i'll be honest with you dude we don't get on till 11 o'clock and our time and maybe get off at three or four in the morning um just because Uh, we only get to play we only get to play a few hours a week he works night shifts and he's Mm. he's been all friday and saturday and i've been working out of town on the week so i've luckily i've been home on friday and saturday so um it's all good oh my gosh it's so much fun online we have had a blast playing it with just me and him um it's still what still cracks me up is there's still little bugs and issues with the online like there'll be a lot of times you'll like the other day we were trying to play and we were in a posse together and we couldn't i couldn't uh i couldn't um you know i couldn't uh, connect to the uh the 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 mission I would pick the mission and it would kick him out of the posse and I'd be by myself. And then I kick it again and we'd form up a posse and try it again. And then we like walked away and went somewhere else and then came back a few minutes later and then it worked just fine. It was so weird. Um, mm, that's weird. But you know, the, we, we haven't, we haven't really run into a lot of jerks. The second time we played, we, we, we found one guy who was like running around doing stupid stuff and he was bugging. Jerk. Well, what was hilarious was he was bugging, uh, bugging my buddy. My buddy was just standing there. If you don't hit him, then you know you don't set anything off. But what's mm-hmm. hilarious is is he tried to he tried to rope me off my horse. And as soon as he roped me off my horse, I wrestled him, wrestled loose of it, and I shot him in the head. 
Um, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> then the whole rest of the time he was hunting me down, and I was literally hiding in a bush in the town. And you could see me on the map as a little red dot. And he's just walking all the way around like, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? And I literally, from the bush, just boom, shoot him in the head again. And it's just like, come on, dude. If you're going to troll me, troll me right. You know, and I don't even troll. And, you know, it was like. <laughs> but, I mean, most of the time, most people have been cool. I mean, most of the time we haven't seen people just ride by and don't pay any attention or you know, or whatever, but man, we've had, we've had such a blast. And we haven't even, we haven't even done any of the professions. You know, you can be a, you can do the moonshining stuff. You can do the bounty hunting stuff. There's collector stuff. We haven't done any of that. We've literally just did the little quote unquote story stuff they have on the, for like the main mission. And it's been really fun. Um, really enjoyed it. Of course, where we play it so late at night, um, <laughs> my buddy falls asleep sometimes when we're playing and like in it the is, middle of playing it. yeah and it is yeah. the most funny thing in the world because he'll be riding and like there'll be a train we have to stop for the train or something the train goes by mm. and then i'll take off and then i'll see him take off but when he takes off he'll go like left and i've got videos of him just riding right into a mountain and just going <laughs> falling <laughs> Um, like the other night he was trying to, to turn, uh, turn his, um, the wagon around. We had a mission where we had to, you know, take a wagon with people to here and here. Mm -hmm. He got a caught on a rock and he couldn't get it off the rock. It was just, he was rocking it back and forth with the horse back and forth. With the horse. When he finally popped it loose, he rolled it down the hill and there was a lake and he tried to cut it real quick and he couldn't make it. The horse and the wagon and all went right into the lake. <laughs> And everybody drowned. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was hilarious. I mean, we've had some, and of course we're we're all tired and half asleep while we're playing anyway. So it's even more funny just because you know we're because <laughs> we're trying to trying to stay awake. But but yeah, we didn't get to play last week, or and uh, we didn't get to play this week either. So I think I'll be home Friday. So we'll. Uh, We'll, or I'll be home Thursday next week, so we'll be home a little early. So we may actually get to play Friday night, but that's really all I've played. I have literally been so pooped when I got done with work that I'd go eat and then sit in a hotel room and watch YouTube till time to go to bed. And, <laughs> and uh, that's about it, even though I've got my Switch and I haven't even pulled my Switch out to, to play it in like two or three weeks. It's kind of unusual for me, but... So, Nathaniel, what have you been playing? Huh? I, you, I mean, you have the shortest list, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've just played uh, Metro Exodus. I finished yeah, that on PC. Oh, you finished it? Don't spoil I'm, I'm almost the last act. Because, yeah, I'd played it before on my Xbox, and then I got it on PC when it came to Steam because they had it on sale, and so I decided to pick it up and play through it there. I haven't done uh, the version I got has the DLC, but I haven't done either of the DLC yet. I just finished kind of the main game story. The second, the second DLC is really good, right? It's supposed to be like a little bit of bit of a story and pretty. Honestly, both of them seem to have pretty good reviews on. I didn't look too deep into it, but yeah, I haven't played it, so I don't know. Mm. But the game itself is really, really good. I would say like it starts really well and ends really well and has one area in the middle that I'm just like, yeah, it's not as good as the other two areas. <laughs> what area are you tagging about? Because I'm curious. So you you have like kind of like the bigger areas connected by like more linear missions in between when you're like moving places down the line. <laughs> you the desert. Which area? 
The desert is not as good as the you other You like the areas. desert? No. Mm. I, it's fine. It's just not as good as the others because you have to have a car to go around it. And because yeah, that of is that, really, I kind of screwed it's myself. It's more spread one. out. Yeah. And it's a lot. And if you like, for, you know, if you forget where your car is, you can see it on the map. So that's not that big a deal. But sometimes you leave your car and then you and take like a zip line car, somewhere maybe. and then you go somewhere else and you're like, oh, my car is way the heck over here. Yeah. And then there's this weird problem. bug I run into. If I look into at my uh, map in the car, and then like let it go back down. I don't know somewhere in the middle of the animation, it would shift the camera up. So I'm kind of like my head is like up in the ceiling of the car, and you have to get back out and then get back That's in to weird. reset it. So it's really hard to see. The the first area really reminded me of like the bits and pieces of the other games, kind of. But in the second area, I was like, oh, this was a little bit. Yeah, so you kind of start, and it's like, hey, this is a Metro game. It's got a linear like level or two that you start out with, and then you move on in the story to a bigger area, and you're there for quite a while, and then you move on for a little bit to another area, which is the desert, and then you move on from that one into a kind of third area, which that one, I like the area a lot, but because of the way the story is, it discourages exploration because it's more about like oh, you go through and very stealthy. It's a little linear in that you're going from one end of it to another, but it's still kind of as wide as the others. But it's also like, hey, you're trying to find somebody that you like, you know, were with at the beginning of the level, and they're off there. It's like, why would I just meander when they might be dying? <laughs> when I replay it, I'm loading up my guns and I'm just mowing down everybody. Yeah. But that one uh, at the end of that level is kind of like the demo that they showed of it before the game came out, where it had like the weird deformed bear that they fought. In yeah, yeah. And then the last like, area, and stuff. Which and then you have kind of like the end of the game isn't really another area; it's just it's like an end level, and it's very linear, just like older you know, Metro games. I hear it's challenging and terrifying. Yeah, there's definitely some parts in that game that are a little, uh, a little tough or challenging, yeah. depending yeah, on I, how much uh, ammo you have at the time. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I thought. Um, let's see, in the desert area where you're down in like the archives and you're searching for that stuff, and there's a lot of spiders. I thought that was a little bit challenging until I discovered that oh, the flame rounds work wonders, and I used a ton of those. Yeah, spiders aren't all that. You just like camp in a corner and shine your yeah, flashlight at that noise. I'm like, oh, they're coming through the walls. <laughs> But yeah, but I don't know. Took, that game is really back to good. Like being in like playing Last Light and like being in the tunnels by yourself and hearing noises, just being like, I'm all by myself. There's no other humans, and then monsters. Yeah, I got a fun achievement that uh, at least on Steam, only like twenty percent of players got, or less than that. I think sniping achievement in the beginning. No, no, I got it in the uh, first big open area. Hmm. For killing the catfish. If you don't know what it is, oh, that won't spoil that. anything. I but <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> Screw that thing. <laughs> where you have to have the biggest scope possible and wearing night vision and your mask. And if you can get it in like one of the dark, dark yeah. spots, like three kills in a row or four kills in a row. I never even used a sniper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I have I like a, sniper, a kit, but I never shotgun. changed it. I think I used the machine guns a little bit. Um, I used like a nice cool. assault rifle setup on, and then like a silenced cool. pistol, and then the cool like uh, you know Pump pneumatic gun. weapon that you yeah. get, and then I use the crossbow when you get it later in the game, and yeah, a little bit of uh, a shotgun. I think I, I need to much. use I need to use the cocktails and the grenades more. I don't use oh them. man, they're so good. 
Molotov cocktails are so good. I know good. how the endings work, and I know what I'm supposed to do. So. I did not know that, and ah! I got to the end. Sorry. And then I looked it up, and I was like, I hate that. That's so stupid and arbitrary and dumb. It makes no because sense. <laughs> you remember in Last Light where it came to, I'm sure all, most of us have played it by now, it came to a couple choices in the game, which I knew about. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. I can either save this person or kill them, and this is how it's going to shake out. That works for me. Back to mm. killing everybody. But, like, I looked up, up what you're supposed to do with this one. It's not like there's no big yeah. choices. It's all just, like, some subtle stuff that you do along the and way. In the of like the very first area, I did not play, know. really? And I yeah. looked at it, and I was like, I did most of that. And I still got the quote-unquote bad ending. But I looked it really? up what the other one was. And I'm like, well, there's only, like, one major difference between the two. They're pretty much exactly the same. And I think yeah. that the bad ending is actually the better ending. Mm. <laughs> Because it's just because the bad ending is fits the world more because it's a post-apocalyptic whatever dark thing where all sorts of bad things happen. If it's a bad ending, that just kind of fits it better. You, to played, me. The, you played the DLC for Last Light, right? It was like the little I like submissions, right? That was really cool. It was like a little handful of with the other characters. You played like a little submission. That was kind of neat. I like that. Yeah, that's what these like, are. The, the DLC is like other good. characters that you're playing. I think in I have Metro Redux, and I've beaten the la- last the another version of Last Life. But I, I'm in the first one. I'm stuck wherever the librarians are, and I'm just like, I gotta jump back in and try to get through it. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, played, like I haven't played it. I need to play it. It's on my list. Yeah, it's pretty good. The only other thing I tried playing was like Pyre, like the super giant game, because I got it for free when I got um. Uh, Hades or whatever at Christmas time on Steam when they had the sale it was like they were giving it away for free with that if you bought it I've been for a period of time and uh, I didn't like it so I stopped playing after about 30 minutes because I got that- into like the intro and I got through kind of like the here's the tutorial of here's how you play this like weird thing I'm like I don't want to play a sports game because mm-hmm. kind of what it is so like if you've never played Pyre it's kind of like this weird they have the weird kind of super giant fantasy world set up to it, but what you're actually doing is you have three different characters on a field, and they all have different stats. They're so kind of like a big one that moves slow and a tiny one that moves really fast, and then like a medium one. Only one of them can move at a time, and you have like this sort of ball that you can pass back and forth, or you can throw it. And everyone has kind of like an aura around them that if you touch the other team with it, they get disintegrated for a certain number of seconds, like banish, whatever. Hmm. And if you're holding the ball, your aura goes away, so you can more easily be banished. So it's all about like doing your like little dashes and passing the ball around and trying to get it in. And I played the level, I'm just like, nah, this isn't what I want. <laughs> So I just, I just not in the mood for it or just whatever it was. I just like, no, I'm done. <laughs> the art is awesome, that. like in all their other games, but just not digging what the gameplay was giving me at the moment. So I might try it again at some point in the yeah, future, but I'll probably do Hades first. <clears throat> but I didn't do that one because they have an update coming this coming week. So I'll wait till that new mm-hmm. update comes before I even throw it in. Not that it matters because I haven't played any of it to this point anyway. So. Might as well wait then. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing with uh, um, Fallout seventy six. It's like I really want to get into that game. I really want to get into that game. Oh wait, there's a huge update coming out in April. I'll just wait. You know, cause or just like 
wait and not play it ever because they just keep tripping over themselves every few months of just doing stupid stuff. They're like, hey, let's do this cool subscription service. Oh, by the way, the storage that you uh, bought with that, it's destroying your items. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> At least eventually they kind of fix that for people who are just like, guys, yeah, <laughs> come on, man. It's like, eh, you know, I just, the only reason I want to play it is because this place is here in the state. So that's that's really the only reason I want to play it and you know they've they're going to add all this. They're going they to add should NPCs add a tour mode stuff. like the uh, Assassin's Creed last couple games put in like kind of the like alternate mode where you're going around and there's cool like stuff to learn about like yeah. the area versus actually playing the the game itself. That'd be cool. I'd be I'd be fine with that. Yeah, it would save me some time. So <laughs> <laughs> save me a lot of time. <laughs> Since that's all I've really played it for is <coughs> that kind of stuff anyway. So you know, save me time that way, but. Whatever, whatever. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> and hardly pay anything for the game anyway. In fact, I don't think I paid anything for the game. I don't know. I don't pay. the The thing about it is, I stay in so many hotels all every year that I I don't. Uh, I get points for staying in hotels, and that's what I use to buy video games with. So I don't. That works. <laughs> Yeah. I don't pay for I don't pay for video games. <laughs> I use okay. gift cards from Amazon from staying in hotels. It's like I looked at my thing this year and it's like, oh, and well like next week the starting the choice hotels for every two nights you book, you get a free night, so they give you enough points. So every three nights I stay, I'll end up having a fifty dollar gift card, so it's like well, free money for me. So <laughs> it's like, we don't travel, and when we do travel, we usually go places where we have people that we stay with for free. So it's like, right. uh, don't need it. So, but yeah, Metro's on my list. I need to, I need to play that. Um, the the package, um, the Redux is coming to Switch or already has. I guess it's pretty good. Yeah, I've, I think it came out this week. I've, I saw some reviews, uh, video reviews on it, and it seemed like a lot of Again, people was a lot better than what they thought it, it was going to be. Jump in. If you haven't already, it's really hard to say go for it again. Because, I mean, I have it twice already when it was right. hard for me to say, oh, well, let's switch. But for you, since you take your switch a lot with you, and if you never had finished the first two, it makes sense. For yeah. You. Well, the other thing, it's, me, on, like, it's on Game Pass, so it's almost like, oh, well, I don't know if I would buy it or not on Switch since it's on Game Pass. And it's Pass been on anyway. sale for, on Steam for, like, I'm, it was cheap for a while. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got the first two on PC that I got in a in a Steam sale or a, a Hummel That's bundle or. Oh yeah, they've something. been in bundles all over the place. Don't yeah. play 2033 yeah. unless you want to be terrified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I played Last Light. I'm like, okay, this is cool, and I understand, you know. Sure. Yeah, those two are very connected, but Exodus is kind of its yeah, own I mean, thing. You still play as you know a few of the characters if you've played the other ones, but for the most part, you could you could probably even just start with Exodus and not be really lost in what's going on. Right. They the good do thing about enough of a recap Exodus, at the beginning. Though, they have the easier mode for twenty thirty three, which is a little bit nicer. Enemies take less bullets, and things work out a little bit better for you. A little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. I... 
I don't know. I have such a large list of games I need to play. Yes, anyway. your backlog is massive, as in most of us. <laughs> <laughs> so many games. I yeah. need to like take three months off, and then I would probably never get to the ones I really want to play. Well, yeah, it's like even when I have time bucks. off, it's like I never go back and play the games I want to play, or uh, you know, that I should be playing. I play something that I've you know been playing or play online with guys. It's like, man, I really or need I get, to go play. Or that. I'm the guy that's like, yeah, oh, stop yeah, that doing game. that. I didn't, I, I didn't finish last year. I should go back and finish. I'm like, no, I'd rather play this newer game. Well, that or it's like, oh, I just want to chill out and I just want to play some Revenge of Shinobi on Genesis or something like that. It's like, why do I do that? I need to, I got all the, I buy all these new games and then I don't play them. It's like, why don't I play these new games? You know, it's like, it doesn't make sense, but whatever, whatever. So, it's overwhelming. Yeah, it is. So speaking of overwhelming, um, <laughs> Dennis, what have you been playing? So I know, I, I know. <laughs> I know I dumped about every Yakuza game on you. It's like, hey, we got the Yakuza Remastered collection for review. You want to play it? Well, okay. So I, I'm, I'm realizing that there's a lot of collections coming out, and I think uh, as nice as it, as it is, you know, I think, you know, to the entire industry, I think we need to chill. You know? Yeah, uh, because, right. <laughs> because, what is it? We had Metro come out this week, right, which we were just talking about on Switch. And uh, of course, the Yakuza Remastered Collection, and then uh, and then in the next couple of days, next Tuesday, I believe, uh, Langrisser One and Two is coming out, yeah. and uh, and it's it's you know it's it's nice you know don't get me wrong, but uh, you know it's when it gets. <laughs> It, it, be, it can become overwhelming, you know, yeah. especially with so many uh, in, in, incredible games. And, uh, and, you know, I've, I've said this from the very beginning that I don't remember, and it may just be because I was you know young at the time, I don't remember games coming out as frequently on like NES, Super NES, Genesis, as they do now. Now, whether or not that was really the, the thing... They I, probably did, but you just don't have the same tools to keep track of them back yeah. then as you do now. Like, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. and that's thinking. and that's what I think. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what it must be. You know, we don't. Or we even if there is a difference, or, it wouldn't be as much as you might think. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I can come up with because it's like for me, it seemed like like the Genesis and the NES and the Super NES were out for so long, but then you actually look back at it, you're like, no, they were only out like five years or something like that. It's like, well, that was a lot of games in five years, but I don't remember that many games. I bet the one big difference would be those are all just like physical games you're going to go to buy in a store, whereas now you can buy all the digital stuff and physical games, but you can also order physical games from online, so it just feels like there's a lot more because there's a lot more places you can get. Yeah, a lot more outlets. Yeah, Yeah. and that's that's what it has to be. We all all say, oh, we live in a a plethora of games. Well, maybe... Maybe we always have. We just didn't realize it until we got all think, connected. Oh, there's still more games now, though. Like if you include all the stuff that comes to like Steam and everything of all the like all the consoles and everything too, like everything all lumped together. Yeah, there is a lot, a lot of games coming out. So if you have like all the platforms, you know. Yeah, especially so many now with, that you could never ever get to. Yeah, yeah, there was there was a lot before, but yeah, no, you're right. I think now with with more outlets, and then not to mention self publishing. Before you would only see yourself in a store if you got like a big deal or something, right? You know? But now it's just like, oh, I made a game you can put up as a free download on like itch or like Kickstarted or whatever. You know, self published on Steam, GOG, whatever the case may be. There's so many options now, where it's like it's it's almost like you'd be hard pressed to not find a way to get your work out there, right. you know? Yeah. 
and in and indie games is a big thing too. And there's a lot of indie games that I go, oh, I love that. That looks awesome. That looks awesome. That looks awesome. That. It's like I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. Before you know it, I've got a hundred friggin' downloads. And <laughs> well, yeah, because they're all like you know they're all like two to three dollars a piece usually yeah. too. You know, so you're just like I will spend two dollars here, three dollars there, five dollars there. You know, and it's ten just bucks. <laughs> ten bucks ain't nothing for a game. What is sure. that? What's that? And then the craziest part is is sometimes sometimes not all the time, but sometimes these games can be just as meaty as oh, like yeah. a sixty dollar. Game and it's wild. Yeah, yeah. You know? and it'd be like, wow, that game was only supposed to be like ten. I thought it was gonna be ten hours, and here I am, right. thirty hours in. Yeah, like, yeah. thirty, forty hours later. It's something that a perfect example. Something like Stardew Valley, right? Fifteen dollar yeah. game that you can just spend. Well, yeah, that's like an evergreen game that you could just right. like keep playing and playing and playing. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so what have you been playing besides all the Yakuza games? I even <laughs> yeah. I even dumped Yakuza Zero on you the other day. For yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and, and yeah, and we talked about this too. I was like, look, if my brain is gonna fry, I would rather I, I would have it no other way than Yakuza to just burn my brain. Yeah, you know, I just have 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 my brain catch on fire. Like if I'm if I'm if I'm ever gonna retire from writing, this is like this yeah. is how I want to go out. Just all the Yakuza. Just, <laughs> And I felt bad because it was like two weeks ago I dropped the Yakuza remastered on him, and then Sega sent me a, a code for Yakuza Zero, and I and I sent yeah. sent Dennis a message I'm like, "Hey, you want to re- you want to review Yakuza Zero while you're doing three, four, and five? <laughs> and he's like, "Sure." And then last a- night I get a, a code for Persona Five Royale, and I'm like, "Hey, oh by the way, Dennis, you want to do another?" Hey, what are you doing? Oh. What are you doing? Yeah, talking about a long game. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I absolutely, uh, I absolutely love Sega and Atlas, of course, as well. And uh, you know, it, it, it's for, for for me, it's you know, it's 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 an honor, but also like I absolutely love those games. So I want to do those games justice. I already beat Yakuza three and four, and I'm uh, in the middle of five at the moment. So you know, um, and then I, I did start a little bit of Zero on Xbox One. So you know, I'm I'm going through them quicker than. I feel like I, I, sh- I should be, but also at the same time, I'm really focusing on the story, right. you know, and, you know, just really trying to get through the the most important part of these games, you know, even though it's very difficult because, you know, a place, you know, those games give you so much to do. You know, Kamurocho, there's mm-hmm. so much to do in those games. So it's, and it's so easy to get sidetracked as well. So I'm, uh, it's difficult for me to not, like I can't tell you the amount of times I've told myself, no, 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 don't go into Club Sega. Just go ahead and go towards the, yeah. do, do your next mission, right. do the one you need to do. No, you don't need to go to a hostess club. It's fine. Just take, <laughs> just, just move on. Just move on. It's like I, you know, I want to do all this stuff so bad, but I have to force myself to move on. Uh, but because uh, I, I, you know, I want to do the review justice. But I, I am actually, in the, uh, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm halfway through the review right now. So hopefully, we'll see that sooner. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty soon. So, um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing all the Yakuza um, actually right before hopping on here. Uh, I was, it was in the middle of Yakuza Five as well. So, uh, but it was the longest cutscene on the planet. Uh, you, if you told me like Kojima directed it, I would have believed you. It was unbelievable. <laughs> like it was. I was like, oh my yeah. god, I'm gonna be late for this some of those ones in five and six are just long. oh my god, six like, especially the twenty minutes or more just of a story that's right. scene. It's like that's right. And not that I, I I'm not complaining, but at, sometimes oh, no. when you're oh, no. just wanting to go, hop in and play just for a little while, it's like half yeah. your game time's taken up by this humongous that's long right. cutscene. But <laughs> yeah, but no, so I'm, pretty I'm, I'm at the same big... time. But you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, trust me, I'm I'm 
a I don't know why, but I absolutely love super long cutscenes. I don't know why, but there are times, you know, like, again, like before the podcast started, I was like, yo, I gotta go. I yeah. gotta, if we can get because it, it was it was legitimately a twenty plus minute cutscene, like no joke. And uh, normally I'd be okay with that, but I was like, all right, come on, <laughs> come yeah. on, because I don't want to skip it. You know, everything in Yakuza typically keeps you at the edge of your seat, at least for the main story stuff. Obviously, there's a bunch of comical stuff on the side, but. Uh, but yeah, typically, you know, you don't really want to skip stuff like right. that, especially because they're all they're all so well made too. So um, there's a lot of you know love and passion that's put into those games, so you want to appreciate it and not miss any of it. So, um, but yeah, that was one of those times where I was like, oh man, this was legitimately like no hyperbole, nothing. I think it's precisely twenty plus minutes. It was wild. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I've been playing through the Yakuza remastered. And uh, they've been absolutely amazing. I can't praise those games enough. Obviously, it's now available for everybody. But uh, you know, just l- looking at it through a critical perspective, it's uh, it's just I keep telling myself over and over again, like I can't believe because I never I, I I can't believe they're PS3 games. You know, yeah. they still look great today. It's insane. It's insane to me. Um, but yeah, uh, in addition to that, uh, uh, in my in my you know the the usually I do this later in the night but uh, I, I have been playing a lot more uh, ring fit adventure i finally got that i think about two weeks ago maybe something like that and uh it's 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 been amazing it's been amazing you know it was one of those things where i was just like you know i think i need to i need to jump on this and i thought it was going to be a joke at first but it was yeah. not, it was not ring fit is is the truth that thing is the truth uh, you're in pain afterwards <laughs> so uh <laughs> a lot of pain um that thing is insanely well made the little the like the ring the ring con it's it's i haven't looked it up but i want to see if people have tried breaking it because it is incredibly strange you know somebody somewhere has had to have tried to break somebody had to yeah but this is definitely a more malleable version of a nintendium so it's very well made and uh yeah i don't know what nintendo does with stuff like this but it's just like it's just it's 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 brutal but i've been playing that it's it's a really feel good uh you know workout game i think it's one of those it's something that i've wanted for a long time where it's just like you know you give i'm a big rpg guy so it you know it kind of takes those rpg elements and puts it into uh you know workout regiments and uh it's you know it's it's just so it's so clever and it's so cool and the controls are are work really really well there's certain things where i'm like nah that didn't work too well but i would say about 85 percent 90 percent of the uh workouts that i've tried so far anyways have worked really really well there have been a few where like the calibration just feels off or stuff like that but otherwise they all are pretty pretty well made mm-hmm. and uh super super accurate and uh, it's really impressive the technology that's put into there so um so yeah i've been i've been doing that on the side as well um last night or maybe two no two nights ago. I actually just beat Wolfenstein Youngblood. It's on Game Pass. I've been wanting to play it for a while. Yeah, and uh, I've been wanting to play it for a while just because it looked super interesting to me. And um, I know there was a little, you know, some disdain towards it just because it was like kind of a different direction. And uh, you know, everyone was just like, "Oh, well, you're not playing," you know, as uh, you know, you're playing as the daughters instead. And I'm like, "Well, there's no problem with that." That the thing I was worried about was the whole. I was, I was worried that the game would almost force you to do co-op, you know, because yeah. games like that typically 
it, you hear this all the time where it's just like, you know, you can play it by yourself, but you enjoy it more with friends. And then when you play it, it's just like, dude, if you're not playing with somebody else, this game is unplayable. Right. You know, and I hate stuff like that. I absolutely hate stuff like that. Um, but but in this case, it's you. I played the whole thing by myself. It was perfectly fine. I didn't even like I completely forgot that you could play it with somebody else. It was great. <laughs> um, so I, I I want that kind of flexibility, you know, because yeah. there's again, there's a lot of games out there that are always like, yeah, you can play it by yourself. <sighs> eh, yeah, but can you really? Can you right. play it by yourself? Will you be bored? What was it? That one game uh, was it called No Way Out or something like that? That was oh yeah, uh, a, way a way out, a way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like you bought it, you had the pass, and your friend could play with it, right? And yeah, a different game. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah, that's that's it. You know, I wondered how you know if that was more of a requirement to play with a you know a, a, a I co-op think an AI controlled computer person who's dumb. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, <laughs> that was the game I was always interested in, but I've never. You know, I've never. never it's like Resident it. Evil. It's like Resident Evil Five works best with a uh, an actual person as its second player instead of the computer one. But right. the computer's like, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. It. I mean, yeah, kill I, stuff, give you ammo, but also burn through ammo like crazy. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I remember playing Resident Evil Five with a friend Stop. when that came out. Stay. Actually, um, good well, memories with that, that game back in the day. Was that the only oh, yeah. one that has like co-op? Um, Resident Evil Six didn't have co-op, did it? Six, six did. Yeah, no, six, did. six did. Six did. Yeah. I have not played Six. I haven't either. <laughs> You're not missing much. <laughs> I, I think I have it, except for Insanity. Four, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Leon's campaign was fine, but everyone yeah. else's was just like, "Why does this?" I got Revelations Two, and I haven't played that, and I've, I've been eager to check that out. I really like the Revelations Two was fine. Uh, not, I didn't like it as much as the first, but I did overall. I thought it was fine. I, you know, by the time the credits started rolling, I was I just think like, I beat the first Revelations on Wii U. It was one of the last Wii U games yeah. I played. Revelations One, actually, I don't know why, but I love that game so much. I bought that game everywhere. I bought it on PS3, 3DS, Wii U. I don't know why I have it on my Switch now. It's I don't I'm know a, why I bought that game. I'm games, a sucker for uh, Resident Evil. I, I, I like the games. I I have seven. I played it in VR. Terrified me. I refuse. After like an hour, I was like, my buddy's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I'm done." Like, dude, they're forcing me to eat these worms, man. I can't. Are you nauseous? I'm like, no, nah, I just can't play. It. I can't yeah. do it. Nope. I I didn't even try it. I was like, you know what? Eh, <laughs> No thanks. I, I I don't I don't play games to get terrified. I play games to yeah. relax and have fun. There we go. Like this is plus, plus the bathroom's too far away. Um, <laughs> yeah, bring the VR in the bathroom. Yeah, really. Anyway, the way you're ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. What are you doing in there? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> Leave me alone. No, I'm just scared. Yeah. Just playing a game. Leave me alone. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, <laughs> what you guys talk about on the podcast? I'm gonna ask my wife's gonna ask See, like, oh, nothing. VR, VR. And here's here's the marketing that the Oculus Quest is missing. Oh god, they haven't shown anybody in the bathroom yet. Yeah. That's well, the thing. Well, you're trying to keep the pink eye thing down, so you really don't I want to play suppose. it in the bathroom. <laughs> I'd rather get pink eye than coronavirus. Well, yeah, we're trying not to spread disease. You know, it's already bad <laughs> enough that we know people don't wash their hands in public when they come out of the bathroom. We really don't need VR goggles to worry about. But I bought this Goculus Rift used, you know. I wonder if anybody ever played it in their bathroom. On their- <laughs> 
Let me put it on my face and just see. <laughs> Can you imagine bragging about that too? You know, uh, most people have magazines. Yeah, I got an Oculus Quest in there if you want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I got, a, I got an Oculus Quest hanging on the wall in the bathroom. Yeah, just, <laughs> it's right next to the bath towels. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Try it out, man. It's so realistic. <laughs> 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 no, no. Pass, pass. <laughs> we'll see what happens when uh, Half Life Alex comes up. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, uh, but, you know, I've been playing, been playing uh, Youngblood, and it's, it's. I haven't played a Wolfenstein game in a long time, and I don't know if the more recent ones are like this. I'm not, I've never been too invested into, into Bethesda properties. So like young, but young blood was something that I don't know. I just always picked my interest. I don't know if it was the characters or what, uh, um, but I hear people. What I heard is people don't, it's, it's a fine Wolfenstein game, but I think people don't think it's as good as the other two maybe, mm-hmm. but the co-op thing is interesting. Cause didn't the game, don't all the versions come with a code so your buddy can play with you? The deluxe edition. Deluxe the, the edition deluxe, okay. Yeah. The deluxe edition came with a buddy pass. Yeah. I keep thinking I should do that. All the complaints I've heard about Youngblood young is that it was a cheap game budget wise and they made it super, super grindy because of oh. that. Can they make it fast yeah, maybe? Not the same Crank kind of game as the previous two like Wolfenstein games, which are like these huge budget like spectacle yeah. things with all sorts of crazy stuff going on. So yeah, I, mean, I haven't even played it yet because I don't care. It doesn't look like a game that I want. Like give me Redbox a had, full Redbox sequel. Had it for sale for like fifteen dollars. I was I was half tempted just to get in, have it, and then put yeah. it in a pile. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. I beat it uh, two nights ago, and uh, you know it was funny. I, I thought I thought you know the daughters were great. They had great chemistry. Their dialogue was hilarious. I mean, I laughed many many times. Um, it was it was so over the top. It felt amazing. Did like the have, gunplay. Did it have that stuff for like Wolfenstein 3D, where they're like hidden areas? You play Wolfenstein, the original Wolfenstein again, or did they not? have that I didn't find any areas. I found like there's a lot of collectibles. But I don't. There was nothing like that that I ran into, and I'm like, I looked in every corner, so there was nothing. Um, I'm kind of achievement hunting right now for it. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I I had a, a great time with it, honestly, and uh, you know, it, just because it was so over the top, and um, if I'm not mistaken, this one was actually developed by a different team, um, like Ar- Arcane actually uh, took hold of it, and they made. Pray, if I'm not mistaken. So the oh, environments yeah, were a lot bigger. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the environments were a lot bigger versus the other Wolfensteins where they're a lot more linear. Um, the young blood. Uh, that, no, I would highly doubt. Because I'm, there's some pretty big environments. Like, yeah, they're linear games. Story one, but there's still mm-hmm. some pretty big levels in there. Right. In the previous two games. There ain't, you know tiny levels for any means yeah i mean most of the time in in those they took me forever to get through some of the levels twisted and turned because some of them they have lots of different like paths you could go down or do you want to try and play it super stealthy or do you want to just go there guns blazing and die a bunch of times there's all sorts of different ways you can play it yeah it was uh but overall, I enjoy it. I mean, I had a really great time with it. It was like just because of how over the top it was. Like sometimes, like man, you just want something ridiculous, and like yeah. that. You like keep saying that over the it. top with it, and I'm like, how could that possibly be over the top compared to what they've already done? Because like, <laughs> I think I think that if you had played the other ones, like the previous two first, mm-hmm. you probably would not. Oh yeah, especially the last one. Like, the last one was. Last one has crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, nuke. 
Is that New Colossus was the last one? I can't remember the New Colossus. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like they do some crazy shit in those games, man. (laughs) They go nuts. This one was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this one was like, uh, how how long is a typical run for like Wolfenstein? Like campaign. Eight, six to eight, you think? I don't know. Maybe no, some of those are a little longer, but yeah, ten. Yeah, it depends on like how you're, you're like really good at shooters and you can just mm-hmm. gun through it. Then some of them you could probably go through it quicker. If you're playing it stealthy, it's gonna be slower. If you're looking for all the collectibles, that'll slow you down. Okay. Yeah, they're very you know they're not super long games, but they weren't like you know four or five hours either. Okay. Yeah, because like. Because I, I think now I've clocked in about thirteen hours, but when okay. I beat it, it was about eight and a half getting, hours. You're your money's worth out of it then. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was only like, it wasn't even a full price game when it came out either. It was forty dollars. Yeah, I think. yeah, so, and they they've had it on sale for a while. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. stupid sales. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, no, I it, you know it's just goofy, goofy fun, and uh, you know for something that I played via Game Pass, I'm you know relatively pleased yeah, with it. So. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, probably to hardcore Wolfenstein people, I can see why it probably be, you know, just because it kind of it might stray away from what you're used to. But uh, you know, for someone who's you know a casual player for stuff like that, and just Bethesda properties in general, I it was super enjoyable for me. So, um, but yeah, I, I played and beat that a, a couple nights ago. Cool. And uh, in addition to that, I recently got into. I never thought I could get into it. I've tried many, many times many times across many different platforms but I I think I've got the hang of it now and I've finally been able to get into Minecraft yes and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah I, I was I think now that I well quote unquote that I know what I'm doing now that I like I guess have an objective you know it's and then you're playing with people it feels a lot more that's the secret sauce to that game if you just try to pick it up by yourself it's going to be a lot harder to get, like really really get into it but if you start yeah. playing with people who can like show you some of the ropes too yeah, just like right. oh hey here's a cool way to do this here's how to get stuff quickly or not yet. and that's what finally that really makes it you know, a lot more enjoyable to start with yeah. if you're just like overwhelmed with like what's all these things i don't know recipes for stuff like oh, that was me <laughs> That was me. That was. And they just that keep was, adding more to it, so it just gets more and more overwhelming if you've never played right. it. There's just so much stuff. It's it's crazy. I um, I what was the first time I tried playing it? I think was on. Well, I was PC forever ago, like forever, forever ago, and then I couldn't do it because again, I didn't know what the hell, well, you know what I was doing, and like I just. You know, I was expecting people to give me quests and stuff like that. That never happened. I ran into a town that was inhabited by people. No one would talk to me. I was like, why is no one talking to me? So I got upset and I stole somebody's <laughs> house. And uh, I was like, I'm sleeping here now. This is my house. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, but I played like four hours of that for, like years and years ago. Didn't know what I was doing. I was like, all right, I'm done. And then uh, played it again on PS3 maybe? PS3, and then still didn't know what I was doing. A couple hours, I was just like, I tried again, and then uh, the what was supposed to be the saving grace uh, for me, the uh, the Vita 
the Vita, I couldn't even get into it on Vita. I was like, maybe if I have it on Vita, because I, I want everything to be on Vita. And I, even on Vita, I was just like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So, but I realized it's not the platform. It's just the fact that I just didn't really have a, I guess, an understanding of what was going on. And then now, but now that I'm playing with people and they're kind of showing me the ropes and stuff, and I'm getting the hang of it, kind of really understanding how everything works uh, mechanically. It's like okay. I can, you know, and then the creative juices get flowing and it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, I'm having a good time with it. Not to mention the music is incredible. I mean, my God. Oh yeah. The and they've got a whole lot more, even than it started and they're all great. Yeah. yeah. The music yeah, in that yeah. game is awesome. Like the ambient music, then you can get all the music discs and those are all great too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one one of my friends crafted one. I was like, "What is this? You can make music discs as well. Like, what can't you make in this game?" Uh, you can't craft those. You have to get them. Oh, you have to get those. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. there's some that are in like duh, some of the like underground like mine shaft treasure mm-hmm. chests. You can get them in like there as loot. You can also make them by when a creeper gets shot by a skeleton and dies, it leaves mm-hmm. a record. Gotcha. So you can se- you can make setups in there where you can you can like lure skeleton uh, a skeleton in there, make a trap so that you get creepers to follow you through like down a hallway or you know different you know elaborate setups to then just like okay you get them and like I've collected all the different records because it's a random drop each time. Right. And that's like just one of many weird things in that game that like people have come up with all these crazy methods to like get these things out of it over the years. I, it's just like, I know a ton of it because I've been playing it for so freaking long and I watch so much <laughs> Minecraft content, even as, like now, right. like <laughs> I still watch it whether I'm playing or not. So it's just like steeped in my brain at this point. But yeah, I think the thing that some people bounce off of that is they think of it as a like video game where you're going in and there's like all these objectives and things like a traditional video game. And it's really, no, it's what they call it. It's a sandbox. Mm-hmm. And so you can take it, even if you're just playing like survival mode, which is just one thing you can do in there, you can still play it in a bunch of different ways, depending on what you enjoy doing in it, let alone like the creative mode or all the weird servers that are out there with all the mini games and stuff. Like right. Minecraft is huge at this point. There's so many different weird things you can play in it. Cause that's the thing is like I always liked the idea behind it, but then like it wasn't until uh, Dragon Quest Builders came out where I was just like, "This is incredible! This is exactly what I wanted!" Like it was like it was like the elements of Minecraft, but with like a point to it, and like you know, and that's um, why I loved yeah. Dragon yeah. Quest Builders. <laughs> but that was just me, uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. I I I loved it. But now that I actually. You know, I, I guess you have to make your own point for a game like that because, like you said, it is kind of a sandbox. So it's just, it's a playground. You just, you yeah. know, go in there and you make your own game, really. And do it like that, basically. So I like to do it because of just like the creative side of it. I like building cool things. And then I have friends who they just like exploring and they wonder and want to see some what weird, randomly generated, you know, cool things they can find or, you know, whatever. Other people just like, I want to survive on as little as possible and go down to the caves and see how long I can go before I die. Right. You know, mm-hmm. all sorts of just dumb stuff you can do in that game. Lots of comical moments can happen too, of just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't know what I was doing. So like, like the first like thirty minutes of me playing, when I was playing with one of my friends, I, I just kept digging down. I, that's all. It was just down. Just <laughs> oh, and then uh, someone, someone was trying to find me, uh, and oh, uh, I, was, and he was, <laughs> he goes, he goes, Dennis, where are you? Where are you? I was like, I just kept digging, man. He's just like, oh, I was like, yeah. Once you enter that 
cave we just found, man. You should find like a hole in there somewhere. And he goes, oh, okay, hold on. I think I see it. He thought it was just going to be like a staircase of me digging. <laughs> and then he walks into the hole and he just falls for like forever. And then, of course, dies because of how high that fall was. <laughs> and uh, it was just, I was laughing for at least 20 minutes. I couldn't, I couldn't. It was, it was too much. It was too much. But uh, stuff like that just it kills me. So one of my favorite uh, moments from like this series that I watched, there's a server called Hermitcraft that has like a bunch of YouTubers that do it, and they've been doing it for years now. And they like you know go for you know a year to a year and a half or so, and then reset to all the stuff on a new server and start over a new season, basically. But so like somewhere in season four or five, I forget what it was. They have a group of them together because they're all going off to find the stronghold so that they can get open up the portal that takes them to the end dimension. So they're all like, uh, the way you do that is you have these little like items you throw in the air and they kind of like go off in a direction and you follow them until you can finally find where this place is. Mm-hmm. So like, they're all like seasoned Minecraft players by this point, but somebody like dug a hole. And like all of them, for whatever stupid reason, weren't paying attention. Following, they're all just like, following, like, and like it was one of the most hilarious moments I've ever seen in like a Minecraft video. It's like, That's no so better. <laughs> Rookies never dig straight down, never. But yeah, like one of the reasons why I decided to give it another go um, is because, and this must have been like my my 11th attempt at this point. Um, I mean, outside of the fact that it is on Game Pass, a friend of mine, uh, you know, he, he's, I mean, he, he, he moved a couple of months ago to a different strip, to, to a different state. So, you know, he, he wanted to jump on a game that we could all kind of jump into. And one of the first things he mentioned was Minecraft. And I was like, you know what, man, why not? Because I haven't played with anybody yet. So maybe I can, you know, and, and I'm, I'm glad that now it's something that, that, that i can enjoy so yeah. i've been playing that on both xbox and pc just kind of jumping back and forth between whatever i'm on at the moment um and now now honestly i'm enjoying it enough to the point where i'm just like i'm kind of tempted to get it on switch honestly just so i can the switch part's it. pretty good yeah I is it Thank God. yeah i mean i still like pc is the best just because i can because i have most of the like at least common recipes in my head. I can just go do them really quick and doing that on the console is a little bit slower, but yeah, whatever. That's what I noticed yeah. is that that's, that's why I like my last couple of play sessions. I've all been on PC just because it's easier yeah. to just Minecraft is the ultimate hangout game. Like you just hang yeah. out with people and chat and just do, even if you're on doing your own stuff, like it, you can just hang out and do whatever. Right. I want to get, I'll probably get back into it whenever they put the new update out, probably sometime later this spring. They've been showing off the snapshot versions of it where they're updating the nether dimension, Mm -hmm. which has been needing an update for like since they added it probably because it's so just like the same bland stuff over and over. So they're adding actual biomes into it now. It's like the world has all these different biomes. The nether was just like the nether. It had fortresses in it. That was it. It was still just like that stupid, yeah, ugly red netherrack, as far as the eye could see, and lava. Like that was it. Mm-hmm. And now they're adding like new biomes and stuff to it, where there's like these cool, like different colored trees and like mushrooms and like red vines and all this different stuff. I'm like, yes, okay. <laughs> what, whatever happened to that? Uh, they announced like years ago. Didn't they have like a 4K texture pack that they were planning? What happened to that? Is that that is like canceled or something, whether because they couldn't get it to run well on X, 
like for the Xbox, which I think was what it was for or something. I don't know. It, because it has all the, I think it was that it was like the shaders and all that other stuff. Like you can oh. like kill a machine with Minecraft if you like know what you're doing, <laughs> with adding stuff or just upping all the settings to like render distance of like however far Ooh. away. Like you can you can kill like a nice PC, let alone like a console. I want to so see that now. I would love to. I would love to hear stories of that dude. How'd, how'd your motherboard fry? Uh, Minecraft man. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, everything up. Looks like they canceled it back in August. Yeah, there's just oh, I forget what the reasons were, but yeah, like they have kind of like the two versions of Minecraft. They have like Bedrock, which is like consoles and Windows 10 version. Then they have the OG Java edition, and like they've been slowly kind of getting parity between the two over time because there's like a little bits of stuff in you know that they did for the other versions that were brought in probably by some other developers. Oh, Java was how it started, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Java was how it started. Yeah, that's the original version of Minecraft that they just keep adding into. Um, yeah. So, like, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> lost gotcha. my train of thought. Had something. Like, nope, lost. It. <laughs> and I hate like, when that happens. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, here it goes. <laughs> oh, never mind. Forget it. <laughs> It's all gone. It's like a balloon when you accidentally let go, and then it just just goes up. Did y'all ever, did y'all ever see Dick Tracy the movie with Al yeah. Pacino, mm-hmm. and he goes, "I'm having yeah. a thought. It's coming. It's coming. It's gone." <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so. I bad. love Al Pacino. Yeah, that movie was so bad. I loved that movie when I was young, and I went back and watched it and went. <laughs> so it's so bad that it's good. Yeah, it's so bad that it's good. Years to stop. But Al Pacino was he was the one in it. He was the best in it. He was just he was great. But it's anyway, usually the case uh, yeah. with the movies he did. Yeah. Anyway, that uh, him but Nathaniel losing his thought made me think of that. So. Yep. <laughs> weird random weird random thoughts. Mm. By... <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean you know, outside of Minecraft, uh we recently, I know, I know, Gamers Lounge recently got a code. Mm-hmm. I got a code on the um, for the other side of right for where uh, I ended up getting a code for uh, Langrisser one and two, mainly because, well, it's a long story, but I ended up getting it <laughs> despite everything we're viewing at the moment, and uh, <laughs> and uh, but I've been I've been having a great time with it. It comes out. Tuesday, and uh, you know, long story short, you know, to give a quick criticism on it, um, you know, without giving a full review, uh, it's it's amazing. You know, if you want to see strategy RPGs, you know, kind of in their golden years, um, I like to say definitely get Langrisser. A PS One game originally, or is that where the series uh, is from? Sega Genesis actually is when it originally oh, came out. Yeah, yeah, real old. Yeah, yeah, nineteen ninety one uh, is when Langrisser One came out, and then. Langrisser 2 all the way through 5 never got localized. They never made it out of Japan. However, there are fan translations for all of them. So uh, you can play them in English. They're just not official, obviously. So Sounds like uh, not for me, but I'm glad you came here. I'm glad you know it's good. And, uh, and then the series went dormant for like 
almost almost two decades. Like not an interest or developer problem, or they like lose part of the assets. It, there were some developer problems actually. The, I can't remember what the full story is, but the original team got disbanded into two separate independent teams, and then one of them basically got eaten up by Atlas, and they made their mm. own property called Growlancer, I think. Uh, yes, like that. and it's that came out. I think that was on the PS2. Yes, that sounds because right. I think I have that game on PS2. Yeah, hmm. uh, and that was one half of the team that split. Gotcha. Um, so then the other team, I don't remember who they got eaten up by. I know NIS is publishing this one, but I don't know if they're like you know owned by NIS, but. Uh, but they're the official Langrisser team, um, the ones that have been developing, well, the little ones that have been coming out, like uh, uh, Reincarnation Tensei that came out on 3DS a couple of years ago, which was the first one in like literally almost two decades. Like that series was, like there wasn't even spinoffs or anything. Like that series was just gone. And then all of a sudden, a couple of years ago, I was like, hey, remember Langrisser? We're bringing that back. And then, uh, then there's a mobile game that came out two years ago or a year ago um which apparently according to them is the official sequel to five i mean it, it's a mobile game so to me it doesn't count but anyways uh hmm. and then uh <laughs> but languister one and two which now sees the official translation for languister two um is uh, coming out on switch uh in the next couple of days and it's super exciting because it just it's just a lot of fun to play it's a lot of fun to play because it's it's a strategy RPG that's no nonsense. You know, it 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 doesn't get too crazy and or in depth with all the items you can get, all the moves you can do. It's very much just like get out on that field, get your units ready. It's turn based, have fun, and uh, it's got a pretty decent story to it as well. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and but I think one of the best parts about it is that at any time, any any time. It's not like a click of a button like you can do in like Master Chief Collection, but at any time, if you want to go to the old graphics, and that includes everything from the character art to the map styles to the overworld, everything, the music, you can do that. You can do that. Just go to the options really quickly. You don't have to do it before. You know, you don't. It's not restricted to like, oh, you need to be at the main menu to do this. No, you can be like mid fight and then just you know, press start, pause it, switch everything, and it's it's really great. So if you want to experience how it how it used to be you can do that but the makeover is actually like really faithful and really good it looks really really great um i've kind of been switching back and forth between the modern and the old just because i love the old style um of art uh i I just miss that 90s anime style i just i just i've always had a thing for it that's what i liked about monster boy on switch you could (laughs) you could just hit the trigger button and the the screen would just go and then it would be the classic one and you could just hit the right right trigger button again and just go paint over it with a new it's just really cool to see the differences in that original and then the you know an upgraded version of it it was really cool yeah and i i love it and you can get even more flexible in langrissa where it's like if you if you want to keep like the new the modern maps but have like the old character design you can do that if you want to have everything new but change the music to the old style you can do that it's very flexible that's cool it's uh it's it's really really nice and uh but yeah not not to get too into it obviously because it doesn't come out for another couple of days it's uh it's really really great and uh you know if you want a solid you know strategy rpg package to uh 
you know, you, you have two phenomenal 30 plus hour games here coming into one package. So that's, uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that if this does well, maybe we could see official translations, you know, slash remasters in the future for the ones that we didn't get decades ago as well, you yeah. know, the three through five. So, and I just did a quick look. Uh, Growlancer Generations came out on <laughs> PS2. Working Designs published it. And then uh, <laughs> Growlancer uh, Heritage of War uh, was the Atlas game that came out on PS2. Gotcha. Year, anyway. That's all gotcha. the, the only gotcha. ones I see on PS2. Deluxe and then, well, Generations. No, it's Generations. Never mind. <laughs> That's not it. Gotcha, put, too gotcha. many, put too many versions of that game out so <laughs> but, yeah that's one uh, game i've been interested in and I, and when we got the, when we got the review code i wanted to be able to do it but i knew i wasn't going to have time so i gave it to ryan i know i know it's, it's a long game been, day, yeah yeah i've been i've been basically just kind of getting a couple hours each night right before bed like as i get ready for bed i'll just play an hour before bed so yeah. i've been doing that the last couple of days and uh uh and then like an hour when i wake up and, and then take you know go on with my day but um but yeah no it's it's really enjoyable it's straight to the point again it's it's not convoluted it's very much just like get your units get out there we'll give you a, a story in the middle of the battlefield which is great they don't give you like a cutscene or anything like beforehand it's like all the dialogue exchanges depending on who you're attacking and then like it's uh it's just it's just super cool super cool to see and uh and it i it just makes you think about what it did at, at its time you know where it's just like man, that game was like groundbreaking if only it was like consistent and didn't like restrict itself to only being in japan who knows you know what it could have grown into today right. you know right. um, you know like fire emblem fire emblem is gigantic now mm-hmm. you know or something like uh, not just fire emblem but uh, uh disgaea as well as another mm-hmm. example i think yeah, so, i was gonna say something like that um but yeah and uh i've been playing that and then uh lastly um it, just because i'm i mean i i can't for some reason i can't wait for new horizons to come out so i downloaded Animal Crossing Pocket Game. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh, judgment. oh no! Yeah. yeah, I have not and played that since it launched. Lots of people at PAX were that I met were grumbling. Oh, it's not good. It's something. Like, oh, yeah. People. Yeah, and uh, you know, all all I all I've been hearing as of late is just that you know that the way they speak, the way those animals speak. That's <laughs> that's all I hear in my head now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just you know, asking me to take care of the flowers and craft some more furniture like please let me sleep just leave me alone what are you doing what are you doing just in my camper passing by (laughs) which is funny that what if you actually listen close at it that voices is actually what they're what you're seeing on the screen just sped up to an extreme speed it is that's what's hilarious about it um and it cracks me up, but yeah, you're right. It's it. <laughs> I uh, I just need New Horizons to hurry up and come out because I can't keep playing this game. Yeah, and two more weeks. Yeah, two more weeks. <laughs> I'm gonna need Google Play to uh, go ahead and just remove it from its store because I can't anymore. Um, I just don't want hurts. access to it. But <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's my onslaught of games that I've. Uh, I've uh, been playing at the moment, so. Cool. 
Well, Eric, I know you're going to talk about your uh, 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 pack I'll save stuff, I'll save but save your I'll pack save stuff it. to the end. But you can go ahead and talk about what you played before. You <sighs> I, like I said, I've been trying to get back in the last light or Metro Exodus. Didn't happen. And play Fallen Order. Need to finish Control. Need to finish Prey. The list goes on and on. Anyway, what have I been playing? Because I went to PAX and left my Switch home. I took my 3DS. Played some more Rocket Slime. Actually, almost done with that. I'm very intrigued. I really like that game. Right. Uh, that is going to be. I'm. I'm glad that somebody mentioned that to me. It scratches the. Uh, which is weird. It scratches like the Zelda itch for me. But I'm. I'm not really done in Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah. Collect those little slimes and doing my thing. Wander around the overworld. Music's fun. The slimes are fun. Casual play. Um, I got Contra Four recently for DS. That's a tough game to find. I'm terrible at it. It is. Hard. Um, Welcome to Contra to on any console. It is yeah, hard. and I played it before. <laughs> it is hard. I like, Dang, I'm like, this might not be for me. I really want to check it out and try it out. It was cheap, like twenty bucks. So we'll see. I might end up going in the trading pile. Um, trade somebody that wants it. Um, if I have to pick between Contra Four or Colonial Aliens, Colonial Marine. No, Alien. What's the Alien Infestation? Right, that's the one for DS. Yeah, uh, I think so. It's the running gun kind of shooter. Um, I think yeah. Contra, Contra's neat that he uses both screens, though. Top and bottom. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I played some more of Yoshi's Woolly World 2. You know, it's cute easy to play. I love those games. Most of the time, though, in the evenings, I either played Dragon Slime in the hotel or read my Kindle. But other than that, yeah. glad, glad I got some more use out of the 3DS. Yeah, I've been using. Oh, uh, I hit up my 3ds when I've got uh, when I got infinite space in the mail the other day from Eric. So that's was, right. I you was, like you like that uh, yeah. space RPG you action? Know, I played remember it for an hour. I was like, nope. I haven't I haven't played it since I got it from you. I used to have a ROM of it on my old DS because it was such a hard game wink, to find. Nudge. Yeah, wink, Wrong. wink, nudge. You know, I used to play it that way. And I really enjoyed playing that game back in the day, but I haven't. I didn't. I haven't had a chance. I even brought my 3DS with me. I threw it in the book bag. It's like I'll play it this week. And every night I got and home and I, I was, got home to the hotel and went. I'm just gonna read some comics on my <laughs> iPad and then I'm gonna go to sleep. So <laughs> I played it for like an hour or two on the flight. My flight to Palm Springs in December. I'm like, okay, I see the appeal of this game. It's not for me. Yeah, but I'm telling you, that was a lucky find at the GameStop by my parents' house down in Portland, Oregon. Walked in, I go. Is that what I think it is? I'm buying that. Yeah. Hands uh-huh. down. And I, I'm glad you did, and I'm glad you didn't like it. I <laughs> because I... But that's come down in, that's come down in price, right? Yeah. It's now around it, like 40-ish it complete. Used to be, it used to be in the hundreds. hundred, yeah. And then... Uh, there was a company about a year ago that reprinted a bunch of hard-to-find DS games, and that was one that they reprinted. And when they did that, and they sold it for fifty bucks, the price of the original print dropped like a brick. So, yeah. And for GameStop to be selling it for twenty dollars, I'm like, and this was what? a GameStop that is in like a questionable area where it doesn't. It. it I was like, oh, I had to, everything was under lock and key. The DS, 3DX, they yeah. were super small. The bottom of the case. Um, yeah. That and had a couple of the Mega Man DS games, and I spotted that one. I was like, "Gotta have it." Yeah, I'd been Gotta looking. I've been looking for that one for years and had never seen it. And yeah, that was one of those ones where I should have put it like on the R four or something to test it first. But oh well. Yeah, that's all right. It worked out. Yep, everybody <laughs> wins. <laughs> it worked, including you, including me. And, me, and that's the most important thing. It worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. I got, I got lots of games I played at PAX, but we'll get to that. In a little 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. I'm not, I'm not going to touch too much on uh, on a lot of the uh, uh, stories. Just um, just quick news stories, just to kind of say, hey, Ghost of uh, Ghost of Tsushima has finally got a release date. coming out like oh, June cool. twenty. Is it June twenty sixth? The new trailer looks just as good as oh, it has the man. last couple. I'm keep an eye on it. Now that who's that developer? Who's the developer behind that game? Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah so I know it's good. Now, as soon as now that they've set a release date, I'm going to pre-order that because I have been wanting to buy that. But it's kind of like it's if it was going to be one of those games that was going to be closer to the PS5 launch, I thought, well, maybe I might wait and get it. But with it in June, that's kind of a good time. There's not a whole lot coming out in June, uh, June, July that I'm interested in anyway. So that'll be a good filler. Um, HBO announced that they're going to develop a Last of Us TV show. Yes, I might enjoy that more than I enjoyed the game. They've got uh, was the Chernobyl guy? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the guys. Yeah, that's a pretty good fit, I think. It's more and, reason for me to keep HBO, which like yeah. I don't have HBO, so I was. Maybe, a little, maybe we can figure something out. I was a little cautious at first, but then like then Neil Druckmann said he was co-writing it, and I was just like, well. You know, you made the game, so if you're there yeah. too, uh, why not? So, all right, and that's, I trust you. That's the thing but that they can I make that into a nice season. Like, there's about a season of yeah. a story yeah. there. By the time you put like the even especially if you include the DLC like uh, episode stuff in there, as far as stuff you can mine for a show, I think they could do some pretty cool. With yeah, it. yeah, and I, and that's what I that's what I liked about the game. I liked the story. It was the gameplay and the the stuff I had to go through to get the story that I didn't like about the game that didn't keep me interested. So I might enjoy the TV show more than I would that I enjoyed the game. I mean, I'll watch it if I I don't you know, if I happen to get HBO or they do a, you know, I'm hoping by that time they get it out. Maybe that HBO Max will be around or whatever. So I'll. It should be because I don't <sighs> think we'll see this till at least 2021. If not like late in that year yeah. or later, so it, we may end up yeah. paying for that in the end anyway. Because there's 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 going to be a lot of stuff that's coming to that that we like. So it's like, well, we might get that. And you know, the room big rumor is that DC Universe is going to go away and they're going to absorb all that into HBO of yeah. uh, Max. So I heard I heard some interesting things about DC Comics in general. Might not be a rumor, but if things don't go well, it's all rumor. There, Disney is not buying DC. It was no, cost them. I heard. I heard other. I heard other things. Oh, no, I heard that DC Com- D- that that Disney was going to buy DC Comics, and if that's the case, the DC is or Marvel or I'm sorry, Disney would have to fork up about forty billion dollars because that's how much DC DC Comics and movie you know, made last year. So they're not they're not going to get sold. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I heard the AT and T that's who owns the chunk of it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they, I heard they were interested in selling because things. Like the movies are fine, but the comics have been doing really, really poorly. I just, and it, I don't think it's anything with the comics. I just think people aren't interested yeah, in, the, in comics in general. The, the thing about it is, is DC Comics made forty billion dollars last year, so it's not, it's not like it's not making money. Um, yeah, maybe so they're just thinking it's not I, as much. As I think it's, I think I it's, know. I think it's just a rumor that somebody started about this. DC Comics is not going anywhere. They fire or Ditko. They let or not Ditko. I forget who it was. They fired last week, and everybody went. This is it. They're selling. Disney's going to buy them. It's over for DC <laughs> Comics. Now they're all going to get absorbed by Marvel, and it's all going to be. I mean, you're all Doom crazy. Patrol, Doom Patrol is something I need to watch, and apparently that is uh, the show that all other DC shows should be. Made. Upon Doom Patrol was awesome. 
Um, Swamp Thing was really, CW really good. But CW shows were fine. They're just long in the teeth. The trouble is, the trouble is with the CD, the CW shows is they're twenty four episodes long, and that's too long. They need to cut them. It should about be like half. half that. Yeah, yeah. They should be anywhere from ten to twelve, and that's what the shows are usually on the DC Universe app. They're and that's that's the way they're because with the D, with the CW stuff, you get this filler crap in the middle that's just slogs on, and it's yeah. a, and. And that's why I lost interest in it. You know, it's like, yeah, I really wanted to. So, yeah, when the Crisis in Infinite Earth or whatever came on, I hopped on, watched it, and went, yep, that was really cool. It was awesome. And, and then from I, what I hear about that, you don't have to watch the other stuff. No, you don't have to watch, watch all good. that other stuff to find out on. about it. So, but, you know, I, I, for me, I've gotten my money's worth from the DC Universe there app, you but. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool shows. That Harley Quinn cartoon is freaking. Really want to watch that. It's hilarious yeah. if you can get past all the foul language in it because it is just. I mean, oh, that's not a problem. Bring the foul language. I tell you what, it's it's they they just say the f word sometimes just to say just the f word. But it's my kind of script. <laughs> Let's do it. But I, I tell you what, though, it is it is hilarious because just. Um, just the Joker and the Commissioner Gordon in it has lost his mind and he's half crazy and he's always drinking coffee and he's you know it's it is it, it's funny it's it's really funny but it's also weird to That's hear. Weird. Penny from um, Big Bang Theory being Harley Quinn. It's kind of oh, she, that's kind of cool. I did not know that. Yeah, that's weird. It's kind of weird not only to hear her voice that, but to hear her cuss like a sailor is something that's very very odd to me but <laughs> that's okay we watched a, i sent a, a youtube recommended a video to me the other day and i don't know if you guys watch brooklyn 99 but the girl who plays or the woman who plays uh rosa they nice, did yeah. a did yeah they did an interview with her where she talked in her real voice and i was like wait a minute now now i don't know what to believe everything's a lie how could this how could she sound like that and not this so then i had to send it to nikki and went you got to listen to this and she was like oh that's just weird i don't like that <laughs> it was like i remember getting my mind blown from like after i got done watching like binging seven all seven seasons I think it was seven seasons of uh the sopranos and then seeing an interview with james gandolfini and he's just got a no accent there, yeah. there's no like you know yeah. jersey yeah. accent or nothing yeah. i was just like Excuse me. Well, I don't know if you guys ever watched House back in the day, but the actor yeah. that does that, he's got a thick British accent, and it's like, what? <laughs> like, well, and the guy, the guy that plays uh, played Superman, uh, he he does too. He has oh, that's a right, Henry, yeah, Henry, Henry Cavill has. Or in like the reverse, back in the day on uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the guy who played Spike is just some like american dude but he does the accent so well that like yeah. people from the uk thought he was from there and they're like he's yeah. like nope yeah. so if you ever hear if you're used to him from the show and hear him talk outside you're just like it's another one of those who's just like what yeah <laughs> so weird it's just like it was unnerving and we watched brooklyn 99 this week and it was just like that's not right that's not her real voice now i've been ruined i've ruined <laughs> but anyway enough of that about that uh the nintendo playstation console i stuck this in here sold for three hundred sixty thousand dollars. i know the guy was he, hoping for a million he was hoping for more he, yeah uh, he had that offer like 
I don't, they say oh, no, I feel so sad for him. Million. Yeah, I know. I feel so <laughs> sad that he only got $365,000 for a console that can only play Super Nintendo games. It's so couldn't, couldn't like a museum have bought it off of the They could they have. Um, They've kind of offered some stuff. I, I read, I read the guy who bought it was the guy who did pet.com if you remember that back in the day or something mm-hmm. I, I i can't remember his name um but it was you know it's somebody that's got way too much money um but cash you know, to burn hey good for him i mean i had seen it at portland retro gaming expo a couple mm-hmm. times it looked pretty cool it's one of those unique things that they had worked on to get it working and yeah. then i think the first time they showed it, it didn't work right med heck had to work on it and... yeah um i am 8-bit uh, stepped, has decided to uh, resign as creative directors at uh, E3. Um, so, which isn't they've not even done it before. Yeah, they never. Yeah. They have this. This was going they were to be brought their in first to shake one. things up, and then it's like, nah, yeah. apparently not. And it was, it's, it was just kind of told. You know, they kind of put it out there on a tweet. There was no real explanation given. Um, it's really kind of strange and odd um, that you know it went like that, just kind of boom. So I don't know what this means for E3. If it's just another uh, another well, one of those. Between this and like the Jeff Keeley thing, it's just like, man, what's going on with E3? Yeah, yeah. I mean, apparently this is this, this may be the last part of the you know might be the end of it there. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things uh, canceled uh, or delayed. Because, um, you know, different uh, of the coronavirus stuff. Um, I know they canceled South by Southwest. Um, what was one of the other ones? GDC was GDC delayed. GDC was delayed. Uh, Emerald As like Comic- a bunch of people pulled out of it and then eventually, like, yeah. all right, we're just delayed. <laughs> Emerald City Comic Con's been postponed, um, which is a big one. Um, uh, Eve uh, Fan Fest, which is always big, is canceled, and I, I uh, TwitchCon in Amsterdam was canceled. Uh, you know, and I understand all that. When you got people coming from the Minecraft thing was too. They're yeah. doing like the stream, but they're not doing like the actual like con. Yeah. And you know, you got to when you got you got a new strain of a of a of, of a of a virus going around. You know, and people coming from all parts of the world. You know, it's it's that's a good thing to you know kind of hold off and you know hope that you know they they get it under control before they um, you know before they do these shows because you don't want to spread you don't want to spread it everywhere because <laughs> some people don't know that they even have it so you know it's it's okay. Oh, it, 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 not, not only are these events getting canceled, it seems like a lot of companies are making people work from home now too. Microsoft, yeah. I know for the next two weeks, everyone on campus is going to be working from home. No one's allowed on campus. Same thing with Nintendo um, and Bethesda. I think recently put out a tweet saying the same thing. Yeah, Maybe Blizzard. So. It was one of them. Bethesda or Blizzard. Yeah. But they're just having people work from home now. They're just like, hey, well, that's the thing that's really you're going to see a lot of stuff that I'm going to be surprised if there are many consoles coming out at the end of this year, like the Xbox and PS5. If there's many of them on shelf, because manufacturing has gotten like yeah. delayed because yeah. all of like the manufacturing was in that area. They shut it down, and it's only just now getting up. So things are just kind of shifted over yeah. from where they yeah, were they, they planned to switch, be. They warned about they warned about switch shortages too. For there. yeah, there were some switch shortages yeah. for a while, and I know Microsoft and Sony have both said that there's not at this point they don't see a delay uh, for their release. But who knows? You know how that they're could lying. Be. Yeah, they could be. Um, I work for a tech company. Trust me, there's delays. Yeah, like yeah. even if it's delays, they can absorb. 
to the point where they can still hit whatever release dates in the fall they're wanting, there's not going to be as many of them on shelves if they do. Yeah. Um, I I do know that they they canceled the big Comic-Con that they have in the Northwest here that's over in Seattle. Yeah, that's what we said. Yeah, Yeah. while you were going, we said uh, Emerald City was, uh, Emerald City Comic-Con was pushed back to summer. Yeah, so... um, you know, and, then, and also the TurboGrafx 16 Mini, they uh, Konami said that that would be delayed for. And, Did and they have, didn't mention a new a new date. Put your, I can't hear you. Put your microphone up towards your mouth. Oh, did they mention like a new date at all when it's coming out? Uh, all they said was uh, it's been postponed indefinitely. That's all they've said. Mm. All right, well, I'm still interested. I was just curious. Yeah. At this point, I've almost got to the point where anyway, I was probably going to cancel it. So you know, yeah, I've got a PC engine with all the games on a on a fling floppy so it's like meh, whatever <laughs> it's just another mini console that's going to throw on my shelf so yeah there you go and it's a hundred dollars so it's like i don't know if i'm gonna spend that much on it but why don't you have people making the uh the dummy versions of these so you can just have it as a figurine <laughs> yeah i would be fine with that i would just like just the little mini shell i don't even need the guts inside it because i never play them i just want the box and the in the you know that's all that's all i really want they just sit on my shelf so yeah you know, whatevs, whatevs. But yeah, I mean, this whole virus thing, it's, it's you know, it's, it's going to delay a lot of things. So it will be interesting to see, you know, the new consoles when they, you know, finally come out with a release date and stuff. If they'll, you know, how many, like you say, how many they'll have on the, on the shelf. As long as they take pre-orders and I get a pre-order in for one of them before they cut them off, I don't care. So... <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe that's a thing where they can't do pre-orders the same way because of be like, hey, we can't guarantee your yeah. because we don't have enough. Yeah, we'll find out later this year, I guess. Or they or they do pre-orders and they do them extra long, you know, and they just have a big long backlog when they get them in. And you're next on the list, and they just kind of send them out and you know waves like that yeah. instead of you know cause. But we know they like to cause chaos on the shelves. They like to have that people you know that's that's what makes you running people running and fighting in stores over to, you know, on holidays that's what that's what you want you want what if they they would never do this but what if they just like launched it on black friday oh my god <laughs> both of them on black friday everyone dies oh my gosh yeah it's just no weird. everybody everybody's worried about the coronavirus screw that everybody would die from just both those things getting stampeding to the stores oh, on black Lord. friday all, all i can no. think about is uh, that one Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where like it was a jingle all the jingle way? All the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think about. <laughs> oh, I'd forgot about that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's timeless classic. Yeah, that's a good one. Sorry, so Eric, <laughs> Eric, tell us about what you saw at PAX East real quick. Well, first of all, they were aware of the coronavirus. They're doing a pretty good job of like wiping out everything, and you know, as long as you go by my rules, which are don't touch the escalator escalator rails at all and you know trying to use the bathrooms on the main part of the convention floor but uh they were doing a pretty good job wiping down stuff i saw a guy like he was demoing one of the pc indie games and he sneezed all over everything oh. <laughs> i was like two or three people back and i'm like they're like well they're all, and like a bunch of people like a couple staff run over there wiping everything down and watching the news like Lorax wipes and stuff so they know what they're doing and then getting to my turn to play i'm like can i just wait and play that one over there yeah. They were doing a pretty good job. I mean, then without you know, Sony wasn't there, no. Bethesda had its own little thing in the hotel, which I didn't find out until after I left. Thank you. Uh, no Microsoft. Um, 
no 2K really. Gearbox had a tiny, tiny little presence, and EA is never there. So I know Square Enix, and like I think PUBG was supposed to be there too, and they backed out at the last minute too. But there's still plenty of people there. Um, all right, so and I went to a couple. I went to a couple panels. But we don't really talk about that stuff. Well, okay, I'll mention it briefly. I went to a Beta 64 panel, which I didn't know anything about him, but mm. on YouTube he reviews like uh, prototype games and like unfinished things. So he was mm. showing us Donkey Kong 64, what it was maybe going to be like, and a couple builds for that, and Glover 2, which looks like a terrible game and no one should have played that <laughs> it was really terrible looking and he said that he thought it was like 60 or 70 percent done clever tune they pulled the plug yeah well there, you know, there's a lot of games like that um the donkey kong stuff was weird it was way different i was blown away and then i went to the history of a uh, zelda music panel and they had some cool contests and that but um, i like zelda but my knowledge of the music in zelda is pretty you would have done well at that, John. I did not. I yeah. Uh, I, I would have liked to have done that. Uh, oh yeah, I know. Uh, no Capcom or WB either. Which I know Capcom had mentioned they were there, but I don't know why WB wasn't there. They usually have some sort of showing with some stuff. Yeah, that one's kind of odd, but um. But hey, no Sony, so uh, that cuts down the lines for stuff. Except for Nintendo had a massive line, so mm-hmm. the merch line capped every day within an hour. People would wait. My friend waited in line two and a half hours wow. to buy an Animal Crossing sweatshirt. To play the demo, <laughs> to play the demo, you either had to wait in line for two, three hours, or you could use Nintendo Warp Pass, which they had other packs. Check in with the app. It goes live at five p.m. You had like less than thirty seconds. Eight of us tried. I was the only one to get in. <laughs> so I let my friend play. He's he's a big fan of it, and I said, yeah. you can "Play, man. You're gonna buy the game. But yeah. It's not for me." He was pretty happy. And again, still had a wheel. I just wanted the pin. <laughs> that was yep. all I wanted. I just wanted that little pin. She was so cute. Mm. It's <laughs> on its way. So let's let's talk about some of the games I've played. Uh, most of the indie stuff that was the only thing that was really that was intriguing to me. But I played a lot of interesting stuff. Um, three things I played. A, the four things that really stood out. I played Artful Escape, which is a music game. It's a 2D music game where you carry a guitar and you play like guitar riffs and stuff with button combinations and it lights up the world and you interact with puzzles and stuff. It's really interesting. Very colorful, uh, kind of soothing. I thought that was hmm. kind of neat. Wow, that was um, an E3 2017 trailer. Jeez, that's yeah, been in development for a while. Yeah, I played Postal 4. It's like the other Postal games, Super yeah. Island. After like 10 minutes, I was like, Argh. Um, I played, stopped by and saw Mega Cat. Played some more Bite the Bullet. Yeah, that, that game yeah, looks really Run and gun, cool. eat stuff. It's really cool. They had added some new weapons and some new features. We chatted for a few minutes. I played the three games I spent a lot of time with was Skull, uh, Hero Slayer. It's from Southpaw. It is in the Steam store. And you play as a it's like a 16-bit looking game. You play as a character with a skull. And you can take after skull and you can throw it. And you can pick up other skulls and swap how's it out. It, it is like, is it's that, like Dead Cells. How's it spelled? S K U L S K U L. So it's not spelled. Yeah. It's not spelled like the snuff. Then okay, my bad. <laughs> but it's 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 pretty interesting. Um, they contacted me right after the show actually and sent me a review code. So was, oh, that thing looks and, cool. And Metal Unit was also in the same booth, and that's like a uh, 16-bit like anime almost inspired platformer. That's pretty neat. A little bit definitely more challenging than uh, Skull. But that was fun. I played Ooh, that uh, looks cool too. Gestalt Steam um Gestalt. It's a steampunk game. Think of it like Castlevania 
but more like a steampunk theme with weapons and like guns and stuff. That was neat. So that's from Sold Out. That was kind of challenging. I played that for 10, 15 minutes. There wasn't very long lines for a lot of this stuff. So I just walked up. Like, oh, you want to play? I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, Disjunction. That was also by Sold Out. That was a top-down action stealth game. Remind me of Metal Gear Solid. With more of kind of an updated graphics. A little more colorful. Uh, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool looking, too. I saw For Forgon and couple of the other games I'd seen before, like PAX West. Uh, Liberated is an interesting stealth game, black and white themed. Um, it's not too heavy on the action, but it has an interesting thing I played. Mm -hmm. And the one game, I was waiting for my friend, he was playing a, a game of Double Fine. I forget what he was playing. It was some odd adventure game. Double Fine. And I was playing Samurai Gun 2, which is a 16-bit themed brawler. Think of like Smash Brothers, but all these little samurais slashing each other and shooting each other. So that was kind of neat. I played that for a while. But yeah, it was mostly walking around, hanging around the indie booth. Um, I took some pictures and everything. I just kind of kept, took it easy. This might be one of the last times I go to East. Uh, it was it's a, long, a long commute from Pacific Northwest. Long flight. Yeah. The most expensive of the three in the continental U.S. for me to go to. We'll see. It might be a couple of years. Oh, I did play the demo for Wonderful 101. That's coming to Switch. Mm. It's good. If you like it on Wii U, you'll like it. Yeah. Um, the control's fine. Uh, they gave away a really cool poster, but I didn't have a poster tube. Oh, that's so awesome. I sent it with I sent it with one of my friends. And she's like, I got a poster tube. I'm like, yeah, you can have it then. I was worried about getting smashed in my carry-on. Yeah. Did you uh, get to check out Cyber Shadow at Yacht Club? Um, I Oh, I had played that at PAX West, actually. Oh. And that's that's pretty cool. I like that. You'll like that. You like yeah, that yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I've, been, another... I've been looking for that one for a while. I was looking at that one when it was a when it was a to, a, a self published indie game. When and then had, Yacht Club bought the rights, to, partnered with them to actually. They had another Shovel Knight it. game that I was going to try to play, but the de the line was really long. It was something with like was it Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight dig dig with like matching and things like that. Mm -hmm. You're digging puzzle based. It's kind of interesting, but. If if you were to ever go to East, Thursday and Friday is not that bad. There's plenty yeah. of short lines. Yeah, people still Saturday. Saturday, Saturday was a nightmare and yeah. a half. But no, my problem with going, bad. my problem with when they have with when they have PAX East is is you never know what the weather is going to be over here. Yep. Yeah, this I year ahead for weeks. Yeah, and bought travel insurance. Yeah, you know, this year it was we've had a we've had a pretty mild winter. You know, I mean they've only had one big major snowstorm, but you know what was it? Two years ago, they ended up having a blizzard up there while Pax East was going on. It's like I just can't take that chance of going up there and getting snowed in in Boston. Yeah, I mean when I went in 2017, it was it was bad. Yeah. It was bad enough for, a, and I got really sick too after I got back. Yeah. So. so that was it was one of those things where it was fun, good time, got to see some of my friends and hang out a little bit and you know, it's still a nice convention to go to and if you can afford to and you live in the area, I recommend at least checking out. That's probably Pax is probably gonna be the new thing that everybody goes to versus E three. Yeah. If they would if they would push that to about the end of April, first of May, I would I would probably go every when year. I first went in twenty four when I first went in twenty fourteen, it was in the like the second to last weekend in April. Yeah. And it was in the fifties, it was raining, um, it was easy to get around, the weather was pleasant. I was like, Oh, I like east and then yeah. It's just March is too unpredictable. I mean it's just way too unpredictable. <laughs> I don't know why. It's probably 
Something with the convention center. I'm sure. Space. You know, that's they're always doing something in Boston. You know, I mean, there's always something big going on every weekend up there. So. Yeah, they moved the big retro gaming expo I go to every year to August instead of uh, October to see if they could try to get more people. But it's like hey, a lot of people can't come in August because they got yeah. stuff going on, things like that. Plus, it's hot. Nah, you don't want to be in the convention center with 80 degrees. Yeah. Smelly. I don't want to be in the convention center when it's 80 degrees outside. I don't want to be anywhere but my house. (laughs) Yeah, that was was pretty much it for East. I played some games, had a good time. There Um, was was another cool thing at PAX East, though Baldur's Gate 3. Yep. Uh, I watched the live stream of that. I was trying to go to that, and I did not, but that's. Oh, you know what else I saw? Interesting. They had a they have a Divinity Original Sin like card game or board game coming. I walked by and saw I backed that, that Kickstarter. I'm getting no, all I the bet things. You did. I got email. I they, bet you did. With Pax East, they uh, sent out their like uh, backer email stuff of like, here we need your address and that kind of stuff. So, but it's not coming until I think the fall at some point. But yeah, I got it mostly because like the art in it looks really good and it comes with a bunch of minis and I'm stuff. I have to go watch that Baldur's Gate three trailer. <laughs> If yeah, they have a really, really cool, series. like, a uh, nice cutscene thing to start it off, and then they have, like, the live gameplay demo, and then there's plenty. The fun thing about it, too, is, like, he showed it, who, and they making, don't have... Making, making the game? Larian Studios, the Divinity Studio. Yeah. So it looks similar in interface a little bit oh, to the oh, Divinity oh, games, but Windows? they're putting a bunch of other little twists on it, which look cool. Uh, but the fun thing was the demo that was live, and you know it was because they don't have save states in the game, and he wiped on the first encounter and had to start over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when crap like it happens. That cracks me yeah, up. Yeah, and there's just like never, other I've weird goofy finished. things. He was having the worst luck, too, with like the rolls in the game. He kept getting like some natural fails, and the crowd kept going, like, oh, no. <laughs> but there's so many goofy little bits of Larry in, in there that are on top of kind of like the D&D Baldur's Gate stuff. So like you can throw equipment, so he like threw a boot at an enemy and killed uh, it with it. <laughs> throw my helm. You can, like, uh, apparently they're doing a lot more with... Uh, elevation in this one than they have in their yeah. past games so if you have somebody like way up you can like shove them off of the thing and yeah, they'll fly cool. in and cool. yeah it looks like all sorts of you can like instead of <clears throat> some of the stuff like the divinity did like the elemental stuff is there so you can take like this character had his bow and arrow and dipped it into some like fire to give it like a fire aspect hmm. for his next shot yeah, yeah i wonder, I wonder cool. where they got that idea so from right it definitely looks a lot uh like an early build for sure but it it looks really pretty the dialogue is very cinematic it's not like the divinity games or any of the other kind of like crpg stuff that's come out recently it's very much like here is like it looks a lot like uh say like a mass effect or a bioware game as yeah. far as how they yeah. the camera with the dialogue oh yeah but i'm looking at the trailer and i'm on I'm, I'm the gameplay demo and i'm like dang it's uh, way different where's my where's my asymmetric yeah, like it looks very much like the Divinity games, except instead of having individual characters having, uh, you know, a turn, it's kind of team based. And yeah. from what they're saying, how it works for co op mode, that'll be better because everybody in co op mode basically takes their turn at the same time. 
So you don't have to like it, wait for somebody has, like you. Does it have online and local? Is it just online co-op? Is it, there's no way it's going to be local on PC. I'm, right? ass, I'm assuming it's the same as what Divinity Original Sin 2 did. They also have like their origin characters, which is kind of like a thing they did for Divinity Original Sin 2, where you have like pre-built characters with backstories that you know you play as one of them, and then they come in your party, or you can make your own character. Like right. so, they're. It looks to be insanely like detailed too on like all the different paths and different things that can happen. Because if you read all the previews of, they also did like a behind closed doors event showing the same thing before they aired it at PAX, and all the descriptions from the different sites I read, different things happened. <laughs> <laughs> Which is part of what makes uh, the original sin, especially two games really good there's just they built it so many different like weird paths or just like let random things happen too just based on how the engine's built that it just it's always fun to play so i'm looking forward to that it's coming like early access sometime this year oh really i didn't realize thing that they did with the divinity original sin games and like putting it out and early access getting a bunch of feedback to make it better and adding things as they go and then eventually a full release oh wow i didn't realize it was going to come that uh that quick yeah they haven't said a time or a date or anything yet but uh, this year so i'm gonna guess it's probably some time later this summer or fall i I saw that trailer too and i just assumed ah this is going to be a a next year the year after next you know it's still got well i mean if you're waiting for full release it's at least next year yeah yeah yeah. i mean i didn't even figure they would do early pc but i mean i'm actually more excited that are doing early access because uh, yeah. just the way that studio works, it's worked out really well for them and then ends up being a better game in the end because of it. And especially with something with so many moving parts in it, I think like the early access they're having, I think it's like six or eight different of like the D and D classes. But by the time it comes out of early access, they'll have added like all of them yeah. pretty much. And there's a ton of them at this point, like not even just the base ones, but ones in like some of the add on books and all that. So, it's going to be a huge game by the time yeah. they're done with it. Yeah, I'm it's sure. A lot of fun. It's be one of those games where I'm going to sink hours now. But yeah, go it. check out that cutscene. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, There's it, some really cool like high fantasy magic shit going on. I love that they've got the mind flayers or like a big bad enemy for this game because it's going to give it a much different flavor than if it was just kind of traditional something else like, oh, some orcs or goblins are doing something yeah. or it's like dragons. It's like we haven't seen as much with mind flayers in anything. So I was going to give it that kind of Cthulhu-like feel to it, which will be cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one whenever it does come. Um, one last thing, just quick before we go. PlayStation 2 turned 20 this week. Everybody have a PlayStation 2? Anybody have a favorite PlayStation 2 game? I personally am not a... Threats. Yeah. I can't really single one out. Uh, uh, there's only two that I, I, I can that. single I out. Uh, 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 Grand Theft Auto 3 was the one that I liked the most. Uh, Yakuza 2. And um, the original Monster Hunter. I really held a grudge against the PlayStation 2 for a long, long time because it killed the Dreamcast. So <laughs> I went on to I went on to get a Xbox instead of a PlayStation 2 for a long time. So I didn't have a PlayStation 2 at launch or anything. Like I always that. saw the Xbox as like a spiritual successor, anyways, to yeah. Dreamcast kind of with all the Sega games that were on there, anyways. And that's kind of the way I flow. That's why I kind of flowed to that, you know, because they were doing Jet. You know, Jet Set Radio. They were doing Shenmue Two. They were doing Mm -hmm. you know uh, uh, Sega GT. They were doing Panzer Dragoon. They had the 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, Fantasy Star Online. Um, you know, all yep. those went to Xbox. So it was kind of like I had no interest in PlayStation 2, you know, till, I don't know, two or three years after I finally let go of it's kinda, them killing the Dreamcast. I was thinking about this. is like the PlayStation 2 has a massive library. Sure. And it has genres across, games and genre, and games across every single genre. Everywhere. That's interesting right. Interesting stuff. And I think about how I'm going to go to Soapbox here. Even though it has a large library, the bad to good game ratio is much smaller than what the Xbox has. No offense. I like my Xbox. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah, the Xbox is like, but, here's another sports game. You know, but, you know, the, the PlayStation has <laughs> 2,624 games. I was going to ask her that question. Um, you I know, would say. So, and I mean, yeah. I, stuff, I, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I now, have the a PlayStation has plenty of bad ones. Too, yeah, it's and I, I only have about forty-five PlayStation Two games in my collection, and most of them are role-playing games: the Persona series, uh, the Shin Megami Tenichi. Um, you know, they they did the uh, 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 Nightblade and the Shinobi game was on there. I really yeah. like those. Um, you got your got your God Hand. That's a good game. Um, no, I I didn't get God Hand. Um, Ring of Red now. was one that I really liked. That was a very early game on PlayStation Two, but it was a strategy alternate history World War Two type game. It was really cool. I liked it a lot. Most of my PlayStation Two games, the games that well, I have now, but the games I remember playing back in the day are all like multi-platform releases. Like I remember playing GTA, all the GTAs on mm. PS2, and then on Xbox. I remember playing like Scarface. Uh, <sighs> I don't know why I like God Hand. I, I remember seeing it in Circuit City, and I think it was like fifteen dollars. I'm like, I don't buy this. It looks cool. There's a guy with a big fist, and the back looks interesting. And then I found out years later, after I traded it to get my PS3, that it was worth a big chunk of money. I probably should not. Yeah. Well, you know, but, uh, just to give you a comparison, like, like the original, the OG Xbox, they only had 987 games on it. You know, and how um, much did the PS2 have? Uh, twenty. F- uh, hang on, twenty-six, twenty-four, to almost twenty, almost twenty-seven hundred games. Almost triple. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? And the Wii was like that all over again. Yeah. Maybe not like quite that many total, but it was just. Here's a flood of like we, mini game collections and all that stuff. They're just like, oh man, so many of them. We had so played, a lot, played a lot of Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Played a lot of like Time Splitters, Future Perfect. Yeah. My PS2 library now and Xbox are about the same. Yeah. Um, I tend to get if I get a multi-platform release for my older systems, I tend to either get it for the GameCube or the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But it's I like the PS2. That was a good system. Enjoyed it. I'm um, actually bought an Xbox. Before I bought a PS2, and then once I got the PS2, I was like, "There's so much I have to catch up on." God of War, I really like those games. Just they just kept cranking out stuff. Yeah, I uh, never owned a PS2, so I only have kind of like two games. One is just like Guitar Hero, mm -hmm. with playing that at friends' houses, and then I borrowed a friend's slim PS2 so that I could play Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, oh, good choice. Yeah, amazing game. Santos on Facebook said uh, GTA Vice City. That was the one I played yeah. a lot of. Too. Yeah. Three was yeah. the one that I played. I think the most of was, I think was Grand three Theft Auto Three. Or Vice yeah. City was one of, is one of like, the top five sell, best selling PS2 games of all time. I believe even it. though they had all that lost the lawsuits and stuff, they were still just made the game even more Everything about that game was money. Yeah, I mean, I just played hours and hours and hours and hours of that game. Uh, you know, yeah, just doing whatever screwing around those games i'm oh, pretty yeah. sure i beat vice city and san andreas at least twice i know i beat three in vice city by the time san andreas came around i'd played 
Vice City and Three so much. It was like I just <laughs> I, I played a lot of, of San Andreas, but I never did finish it. It was you know. It was, a, I love San Andreas too. Yeah. One of my oddest PS2 memories is I remember when I got my PS3, my fat PS3, and I got rid of my PS2, and I made sure to keep all my memory cards. And then once when the fat PS2 had died, yeah. I'm st- I'm st- I'm glad I hung on to those memory cards because I was able to buy another PS2, yep. hook it up, and then get back in Resident Evil 4, which I'd beaten three times. Twisted Metal I'd beaten a couple times. So all stuff like that. I like the PS2. I think it was a. I remember the one thing, John, you might remember this a little bit more, but at the time when it came out, DVD players were still really expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so people were like, PS2 plays games and DVDs? And I'm that's, in. And that's why it sold so well. Uh, it, was people bought, it was cheaper to buy a PlayStation 2 than it was to buy a DVD player. Because uh, it was yeah. like, I think it was like one ninety nine, maybe it was two ninety nine. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it was one ninety nine. Yeah, but you know, but you could buy a you could buy a PlayStation two, watch DVDs, and you know, play games on it. Yeah, that was the bad and thing it was with the Xbox. Compatible. Yeah, that was the bad thing was with the Xbox. You know, yeah, you could watch DVDs on it, but dongle. you had to buy a, a DVD playback kit with a dongle on it for twenty bucks and stuff like that. And it's just dumb. It's like, why did you do that? I mean, it's. Yeah, Make nobody. I guess. I mean, fun, I guess at this point though it was like twenty dollars is twenty dollars it's like eh. but, yeah, they're so and I missed yeah I wish I had mourned RPGs because there's so many good RPGs mm-hmm. on the PS2 I I appreciate this the PlayStation more uh you know after right before it right before the PlayStation 3 came out than I ever did when it launched because like I said I loved the Dreamcast so much when the PlayStation 2 came out it was just like I just get over like, there oh my god it was just like <laughs> I can't believe that you know it just it, it just came out and crushed it um but you know uh yeah once 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 I start playing like Shin Megami Tenichi and you know all those those games and Persona there's so many great Japanese RPGs that were brought over to yeah. that system and if you so. like horror games the PS2 has a decent selection yeah. of horror games yeah they, some of them are spendy decent, <laughs> putting it lightly yeah okay yeah. great horror games then yeah, thank you they have thank a lot of, like Fatal Frame you know clock, uh Clockwork Tower stuff like that Clockwork Tower 3 specifically Clock yeah. Tower. yeah yeah there's there's plenty of good stuff Bit for yeah. everybody there's there's so much on there though there's just you know, and, and a lot of it still holds up maybe the graphics don't hold up but you know the gameplay and there. the stories on some of those games hold up it's, it's a game by game basis like i still yeah. think all the hills look incredible today yeah, yeah. Uh, Silent Hill three especially yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah especially if you go component um you know and you got a tv that accepts component cables that helps a lot you know because that, that bumps it up a little bit so yeah. I didn't play it on PS2, but uh, Okami is probably one that holds up. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's an interesting yeah. game. That's pretty, that's pretty neat. Yeah, I like that one a lot too. So. Yeah, there's a ton of games. I just, you know, I just, I remember, I remember when that came. When I was working at GameStop, that was in the last heydays of the of the PS2, right before the Wii came out and the PlayStation 3, and you know, games were cheap. And but there were so many of them, and I you know I remember trying to track down Yakuza two, trying to track down this game, and you know while they were on sale, I bought up a lot of them going on when they were going out of clearance, buy two get two, you know stuff like that, it's things that I wanted, um, and a lot of things I just got because it was less like. Pfft. I don't know. I've never heard of it. I'll just buy it because it's cheap and it's gone away. You know, a lot, especially a lot of those Japanese RPGs. It's just like I just bought them just because they were cheap. Um, and now it's like you can't find them. So, <laughs> or they never re-released them, or you know, whatever. So, but yeah, the PlayStation Two. I, I have more of a, a more of a affinity for it 
in the past 10 years than I did in the yeah, first too. 10 I mean, years. I, I, I still have two PS2s. I think I have a third one someplace. I just have I one. F- about one of them's going to fail. One of them's going to fail. One of them's going to fail. I just have. I used to have. A, I used to have one of the one of the original fat ones, and then uh, that one died on me. Uh, so I had to get a, a slim. But I, I still maintain to this day that's still to me, I think the most dramatic and incredible slim version oh, of the system. It was like them. that thing was all of t- you know twenty percent of the original size, size of like a little like text. Yeah, it's yeah. very tiny. I've yeah. got this. I have the like a slim PS2. I have a fat in a box, but I have another. I have the silver slim PS2, which is the one where they put the power supply back into the console. It was one of the last ones they ever released. That thing reads everything you throw at it. Yeah. Whereas the black PS, the slim PS2, hit or miss. I have the, I have a fat one with the network adapter. I have a hard drive installed on it. And I have all my all my games installed on the old IDE hard drive in it, um, so I don't have to swap discs or you know worry yeah, about anything. That's, like that's that. fantastic, so, and it's crazy. There's nothing really like that for the slim. I've seen uh, some kind of mods, but for the fat, is you can yeah. do it. Yeah, and you know I have a a 60 gig PlayStation three that's backwards compatible. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a yellow light. It's a yellow light of death. I've never went back and got it fixed. And when I got mine fixed, all I can think about my, my 60 gigabyte was, you know, probably bomb out again in the year. Yeah. And it will. I mean, they all do. I got it fixed one time. It lasted about, lasted about a year and then it, then it conked out again. And I really, I don't know if anybody's even still fixing those now or not, but I I really would like that slim, that that slim PS3 right there has a 500 gig hard drive and I've had it since 2010. I used to play on it so much. More like a tank. Yeah, I've got the super slim yeah, with a. I got with a super slim with the yeah, the sliding top on it, and I've got a. I've got a two. Always gave me anxiety. I've got a two gigabyte or a two terabyte hard drive in there full. There you go. I've got like a hundred and twenty games. It's got the. Got the. It's got the Simpsons arcade on it. Yeah, Turtles arcade. Scott Pilgrim. Yep, mine's got all that on it. Scott Pilgrim. Getting those again. All those games that you can't get anymore are still on there. So. But I missed. I missed when the PS. When my PS3 died. I missed that backwards compatibility. Yeah, that was and that was the best backwards compatibility too, because the games looked really nice in you know 1080 or 720 and you know HDMI and and all that. I used to yeah. I used a guy in California to fix my PS3. I had to send it to him. A guy I found on eBay from a friend cheap ass gamer recommended. He did a good job. Got turned around fast. But uh, if I had a, a fat PS3 and it broke again, I don't know where to start. Yeah, I don't know if you can fix some. Yeah, I don't know if anybody even fixes them anymore either. You so. Do it yourself, but it's kind of a pain. Yeah, it's you know, and now that now's the you know now you could get so much better. You know, uh, uh, just get a slim. What is it that they that you, you the stuff you use to thermal paste? You know, thermal you paste, got so yeah, much better thermal paste much. with the you know with the diamonds in it and stuff like that that does so much better with the heat. Um, you know, but. I don't know if it's even worth. I'm still holding on to it. It does make a nice doorstop because that thing weighs like 20 friggin' pounds. <laughs> I was gonna say you can put other things on top of it, but it's not smooth. It's got that no. curve to it. And I don't know so if you like... if you've ever seen anybody take it apart, but there's so much metal in that thing that that those 60 gigs were built like a stinking 
tank. I mean, slice up your fingers. It just, yeah. I mean, they were so much metal in them things. It's no wonder it weighed so much. I mean, it was just yeah. like, holy crap. It's like, I don't know why it's just, that seemed like it's such a, uh, an awful design price wise. I mean, it, well, that maybe that's why it was so expensive when it come out. You know, they, it was like a, it reminded me of like a solid state stereo system from back in the day you know i mean that's what it reminded me of it's just like wow we'll have to have, a, we'll have to have a fun discussion about the ps3 launch and like memories of that sometime that'd be a be an interesting conversation well, I, re- I remember it about playing stuff i remember nobody buying it because i was working I at GameStop spending that was at the, the most money i'd ever spent on a console I'd, i only I'd, had a couple of games i never bought one until they dropped in price and then i bought that one and i bought it used and i think i paid Two hundred dollars for it. Two hundred fifty dollars for it. I think it had been out a year, or just because it came out the same year as the Wii did. So it had been out a year, and they had it for six hundred. If you trade in a PS2 to this game chain, game crazy doesn't exist anymore. If you trade in a PS2, they give you a hundred dollars off a new one. So I got that sixty gig for just over five hundred. Yeah, but I uh, what was hilarious about it was is. I'd went through two 360s before I bought my first PlayStation 3. Uh, I almost, I almost went back and turned it. I returned it and got a 360. I was this close because all my friends had 360s. Yeah. It's like ah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get one till like the the Vita came out. I think that's when, yeah. Or yeah, because then then there was a lot of cross buy. I wanted to play uh, Uncharted, you know, those kind of games, and then it was like, okay, now it's worth it for me to do. And plus, I I worked at GameStop at the time, so I could get a discount on used systems. So you know, I got a good I got a good price on. It. Of course, like I said, it only lasted four or five more years than uh, yeah, what, what can you do though you know, I, mean, I mean it's one of those things just the hardware yep yeah P- ps2 and ps3 in general but ps2 really got a lot of good memories played a lot of it and i always seemed to like in college people wanted to play more xbox than anything but i always liked the ps2 and the gamecube uh, killed my dreamcast but anyway <laughs> i don't hold a grudge my favorite my favorite thing that i ever saw was uh, an advertisement for the ps2 and how it made a great stand for your dreamcast Oh, I've so. seen I've seen people do that these <laughs> yeah. days. Put the fat, and then I got the Dreamcast on top of it. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sure There's actually that. an ad for that that, <laughs> that that talks about it. Talks about the best stand for your Dreamcast is a fat PS2. Did anybody ever have the stands for the P- the fat PS2? I had the, it's the one that flipped it, flipped it vertically, right? Well, no, I, I have a vertical stand, and I have a stand for it flat. Even though the system laid flat, it's a stand that for it flat. <laughs> I, I remember for the PS2 Slim, they had one that would flip it vertically. That you could use it vertically too, right? Yep, I have it. I have. That's weird though. With that disc drive, I'd be worried about like. I have. I have the one for out. the PlayStation Three, the super slim PlayStation Three to oh, set it sideways yeah. too. Kind of neat. Um, I used my PS Three. I used to have on the st- the stand. I used to use all of them set vertically because it, I had no other way to st- set them on the stand. They had to all stand vertically, so they all had to have stands. Well, now with the Xbox Series X, you have no choice. Yeah, but to make it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or you could lay it down. They said uh, they said you could lay it down. Maybe that's what oh, they said. Did, uh, okay. Yeah, they said you could lay it down. Okay. I don't think that it looks as good laying way. down. Yeah, I I want <laughs> well, it to look like a monolith from uh, two thousand one. Yes. That's what I want yes. it to look yes. like. Yeah. PC tower. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. want it to lay flat. I don't want it to lay flat. 
I want it to stem, but I, I don't really don't know where I'll put it at this point. My TV's too big have on any, my stand. Hang it from the well, ceiling. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Did you guys do any <laughs> like a little chandelier? Collector's edition stuff for the PS2 at all or anything like that? Because that's when like pre-orders and collector's editions started to become kind of popular was that generation, right? Yeah, a lot of it was Xbox. You know, Halo 2 came out with that Steelbook collector's edition. They were the first. And then I never really had... I remember when Final Fantasy... Was that 14? 12. That came out with the metal steel book. It was, you know, it was, uh, it was super popular and, and, you know, it was always a limited edition, limited edition, limited edition. I think that was 12 actually. Now that I think about it. And they never, nobody ever bought them and you could buy them. They were, they kept doing them for like $10 on Black Friday. We had steel books out the wazoo for that because nobody bought Nobody bought the steel book for Final Fantasy twelve on PS two. <laughs> uh, but no, I really didn't. I really didn't buy a lot of the collector's edition games back then. Uh, whatever ones they had. So yeah, me neither. Not too much, just because of the cost related. But yeah, it's always interesting to see that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to dig out the stand, Eric, and. and take a picture of it but i have i have a a, a horizontal stand for the playstation 2 it just all yeah, it I'm does curious. is it I, just puts a blue it puts a blue strip on the bottom of it that's all it does yeah that's interesting yeah so I just, weird i don't i don't know why i bought it it's like why did i buy this i don't need it <laughs> i don't even know probably, it's so weird I'd probably use my playstation 2 maybe a couple times a year out of all the retro-ish consoles i have that's the one i probably use the least just because yeah I have a handful of games for, but most of them I have that on the other systems. So I was like, "Yeah, still worth keeping, though. Never going to give it up." No, I have no, the, no. Oh, I do have the I do have the Resident Evil Four uh, Premium Edition for the PS2. I came, I got that a couple of years ago. It comes with yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Steelbook. and I got the chainsaw controller too. And yeah. Those two things are kind of neat from that generation. <clears throat> yeah, that is. Those are really cool. I remember when those. Should have waited until bottom couple years after they came out when they were on clearance super cheap so yeah i bad. remember nobody bought them yeah, uh, like i said i worked back good, in gamestop back in that got a day, pretty good deal yeah. on that chainsaw controller like a third of what it costs on secondary market so i'll take yeah. it will i ever use it nah, just nah. make a cool chainsaw noise oh yeah yeah so it looks cool to hold very yeah it's cool to look set on the shelf it's a cool yeah, it's, <laughs> not gonna use it to play i'm nah. like it doesn't work yeah no it's it's a it's a good shelf space upper taker so yeah all right cool well i think that's going to do it for this week's show um i know next week me and danny will be here for a back to bits podcast i don't know if we're going to do it friday or saturday like i say i know i I think i'm coming home on thursday next week so we may actually be able to do it on friday i don't know but we're going to be talking uh next week on that show about ways getting into uh, retro game collecting nowadays. Um, if you if you don't collect retro games, if you, you don't have deep pockets, yeah, and you decided that you wanted to get into it now, you know what well, kind of stop. hurdles are you going to come through, and how much money are you going to have to spend? So, yeah. we'll have a nice discussion about that, not only with games, but you know, video quality, how to play them on new TVs and stuff like that. So it may end up being cool. a two parter. So I look forward to that. That's good information. <laughs> yeah. But uh, other than that, um, hopefully, trying to see two weeks from now would be the twenty second. I don't the technically would be the twenty first, I guess. Even though it's it's midnight, technically now it's one o'clock. It'll be one o'clock by the time I go to bed because we all got to set set the clocks forward. So yeah, 
We'll start our end our discussion the way we started it. That daylight savings time sucks. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks I'm for uh, what's that? What's that, Dennis? I was just saying, uh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the yeah, daylight either. So. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for hanging out with us in the chat uh, during the live stream. Uh, thanks for listening. However, you get the podcast. Uh, follow us on uh, twi- Twitter at, at GL underscore podcast. I try to put out a couple hours before we go live um, so you'll know when our next show will be. All right, guys. Well, once again, thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys next time. Yep. Take yep. care. Later. Well, that's it for this week's show, guys. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can check us out on Twitter. Uh, the site's Twitter feed is at GL underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at JC Meadows 94. Eric's at, at Cube 00. Nathaniel is at Polygon underscore wizard. And Robert is at Bobby B underscore 87. We also live stream this podcast uh, recording uh, over at twitch.tv slash thegamerslounge. Um, you can hang out in the chat, um, catch the stream early. Um, we do a little pre-recording talk where we just talk about nonsense uh, or what's on our minds. And we talk a little bit after the recording of the show, too. Um, it's a great way to interact with us. Um, we could take your questions live, interject your comments into the show. Um, and if you're a regular listener, uh, you know, uh, just by listening to this podcast that, uh, you can hear that. So please, uh, check us out on Twitch, uh, let it run in the background, uh, so you can listen to it before it hits iTunes and, uh, wherever you get your podcasts at. Um, you can also support us through Twitch. Uh, we are now Twitch affiliates, so you can subscribe to us. If you're an Amazon prime member and you're also a Twitch member, link that account. Amazon gives you a free prime membership uh each month to a uh, twitch streamer of your choice for free um that does help us pay the bills and keep the lights on uh, matt streams every wednesday uh on the uh, twitch channel um and he picks a different game um sometimes what he may be reviewing uh what he may be into uh and you know sometimes i may uh be jumping in with him on some games uh we both have uh, review codes for wild west online as soon as that uh alpha opens back up again so we could play it we are going to do some live streams of me and him playing together which will be pretty cool um i'm also going to be streaming some uh live uh retro games on there as well i have uh, everything set up for that i just need to find some time so please if you want to uh, hear new content and uh, continue to help us to grow and support us check us out over at twitch and feel free to subscribe uh, especially if you get that free twitch prime account um, yeah definitely you want to subscribe and help us out it helps like i said it helps keep the lights on Guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it so much. Um, if you have any feedback for the show or have any questions, um, our email address is podcast at the-gamers-lounge.com. We also have a website uh, of the same address uh, where you can check out news, reviews, uh, previews, uh, opinion articles, and other uh, great video gaming content there. Uh, and we appreciate all the support. Um, be sure to uh, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your uh, podcasts at. Uh, we would appreciate it. The more reviews we get, the higher it pushes us up um, to get on that front page uh, so more people can hear the show. 
guys, once again, I want to thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I hope you have a great week and we'll see you again next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.